going on, everybody? Cali Dev Podcast back What's once happening? again. <laughs> episode 100, guys. We fucking made it. 100 episodes, dude. Yeah, yeah. fucking right, guys. Yes, thank dude. You, thank you. And tonight is going to be a very special night. We actually have a ton of people that are going to be coming on to hang out with us tonight. It's going to be like a just a pod party, you know, and, and we were already graced with the presence of two great men This in, right in the beginning. We got Absolutely. Mike Hamilton from Deeds and Battleforge Coffee, and we got Mike yeah, yeah. Nagaki from fucking Vox and Hops and Cryptopsy fame. Dude, Battleforge Coffee, dude. We, we do it every time. Every, every yeah. Well, thank you so party, much dude. for that. That yeah, should get you jacked, son. Drink it. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. And uh, uh, Matt, you you've been working with uh, breweries and stuff. Do you guys have any, you have any new beers that you've been? I am so many new beers all the time. But I uh, I just dropped one for Brutal Montreal, which was Heavy Montreal presents Box and Hops Brutal Montreal early September when Deicide's tour came through Montreal. We rebranded that tour to Brutal Montreal. I dropped four collabs that day. One of them nice. went into distribution with La Petit I wish I had some left, but I drank them all as I do. I do have four more new collabs coming out to celebrate the four-year anniversary of the podcast. Nice. At the end of the oh. month, one in Ooh. Quebec with Saint-Cambado, one in Toronto with Folly Brewing, one in Chicago with Miskatonic, Mis- Mis- one in Chicago with Miskatonic, and one in Atlanta with Little Cottage Brewing. So, so oh, yeah, congratulations, you. man. Thank you so much. How are you? Yeah. Super sick, dude. Well, dude, this this is kind of like how I thought this night was gonna be. We're gonna have just you know a bunch of guys that you know from different bands, same bands. I, we actually really don't know how this is all gonna pan out, guys. Because it's, it's a really good idea. Yeah, I think it's a yeah, really dude. good idea. I don't know why I didn't think about this. Right, <laughs> good idea. just roll Let's with the punches, get... man. Whoever comes in to visit comes in to visit, right? Exactly, dude. And, uh, yeah, and dude. And we got oh, a yes. lot of responses. Hold up, yeah, dude. So 100 episodes. A lot of work goes into 100 episodes, boy. Yeah, I, congratulations, I, I man. That's a huge accomplishment, man. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, you guys are keeping it going, and I much respect. You know, it takes a lot of work, a lot of dedication, and you know, pushing the metal scene and another, a whole another aspect of you know, getting people to interview and and get their side of things and the you know behind the scenes. Matt knows, Matt knows how hard it is to line up guests and scheduling and all that oh, kind sure. of shit. So yeah. when it really when it works, it makes you really you know feel good about what you're doing. And it's it is a project. It was an experiment in the beginning. We didn't know what we were gonna, how long we were gonna do it, what we were gonna do with it. It kind of unfolded along the way. And um, hats off to uh, Mike and Jacoby for being the first episode. I was recently in touch with you guys because yeah. we had uh, the album was a, the new deeds album was just about to come out and all that right. stuff. So yeah. we were freshly in touch and and for you guys to um, agree to come on and and be the first episode, it's the perfect episode was... to start this podcast with. If it's called Cali Death Podcast, yeah, you know? man. Well, it's it's an honor, and the, you know, truth of the matter is, it's all about the stories that create the albums right so people want to know about the whole process and what happened because you know it's just the human you know part of things that are taken like not really opened up about when you're you know as a musician writing music you know you have your vision and all but there's that backstory that people want to hear about like all the struggles and the 
everything that came up to make that to be what it is like that's the story and that's right. what you know and, that's and what's, uh, it's fun to talk about so and being and being in this scene for as long as we have you know you guys have also been got decades in it too you come along you come across all these people uh, throughout the the journey and and you get to know them as people and it's just an yeah. extra extra layer of something that we felt people did need to be exposed to because you know there's there's the deeds of flesh fan that doesn't know anything about deeds of flesh and we got you know we were lucky to spend a bunch of time with you guys and really get to know you as people and and we felt that all all the all the guests that we've had we felt that their story needed to be heard and and it adds an extra layer like i said to the yeah. artists or the artists yeah. themselves you know yeah because like in the, in the end the work is the work you know the passion is what you put into it and the overall like it everybody works their ass off to be a death metal musician it's there's a little, lot more pressure on us i i feel because everybody wants to you know propel their band and be the next extreme band and just mm -hmm. also evolve as a musician and so there's all those elements there's pressure but there's also the love for the art and that's what we're here for because we love what we do we're fortunate to be at a level where we can have a career doing it and you know be able to travel and, and play it live and that's ultimately yeah. that's the goal right it's like right. go from totally. the garage to the stage <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. well i'd like to say also like it's kind of cool that like it's a coincidence that you guys are like our first guys that we've brought on this on this episode tonight and like also like with the first episode we did with you mike and, and jacoby and stuff about deeds and stuff like yeah. we, we we really looked up to like actually a vox and hops podcast with matt here and awesome. copper crab with naveen and cheney those were like the two yeah, podcasts yeah. that we were like dude those guys are, are killing it we we want to do something like that and on our in our own way and stuff like that so Matt, dude, like, I mean, I've I was together too, but like, man, you're such a cool dude. And like, I was going to say that Hawks and Hops, like the, you, you get guests all the time. I'm just like, oh man, so cool. Hops truly was an influence. And I was a fan of that podcast yeah. for a long time before, like hearing that the vocalist of Cryptopsy had a, oh, really? a podcast cool. about beer i'm like fuck yes dude <laughs> and I, I you know i listen all i still do i still listen to it all the time and and so yeah what like what casey just said you guys were already off and running we decided to do this thing and you box and hops was one of the main reasons why i was like metal can have a a voice in the podcast world and a multi multi-platform you know we're all you know we're all doing music and also trying to promote side hustles you know you got beer you we got coffee like you know as a, as a metal musician you gotta you gotta you know make money and you know you're not always on the road so you got to figure out when you're at home what can i do that you know can also promote my brand and also metal so there you, go. you gotta love it. it's got to be a part of your yeah and congratulations yeah. matt hell yeah Thank brother you so much. Fan. hell yeah I appreciate that very much. Um, yeah. Bouncing off what you were saying before, Mike, I think it's so interesting that early in the 90s and stuff, it was such a mystique with death metal and there was no marketing into who was actually doing the music. It was just the image that you got, mm -hmm. whatever was put on the booklet, basically. 
so that was your experience with the band until you saw them live. So then yeah. you would interact with the band on tour if they were lucky enough to go on tour. Being from Montreal the same way that you guys were from California, connecting and like getting mentoring from all these older bands. I really had that here in Montreal as well. Before I was in Cryptopsy, I remember bumping into Flo and bumping into people at CT de Mill, which was like the iconic jam room here. So, so, so I think it's so important with this new day and age, artists are so much more transparent with who they are as artists, as individuals. So a podcast medium is an excellent way just to dig deeper and to scratch that surface of inter the, the person that's making this music. And it's such an important mm -hmm. vital part of, of what our scene is right. as yeah. individuals. That so it's multi multifaceted, you know, everybody has, you know, outside of metal, they have other interests and other passions. Yes. And so mm -hmm. it's all connected. Right. Yeah. Uh, real quick side note here. We uh, didn't mention in the beginning, unfortunately, we're going to be missing the gorilla tonight, AKA Joel Horner Horner. Um, he had tickets that for a show that he's had for months and, so he's not going to be here, but he'll be here in spirit. We love him to death. He's he's been through the full <laughs> <laughs> been through the full grind with us, dude, since yeah. episode two, and we're gonna miss him. Uh, as far as Joseph, the professor, I think we're gonna see him around eight o'clock. But uh, yeah, forgot to mention that in the beginning. Somebody was asking about Joel in the chat. So yeah, dude, what up, Murdog? Murdog just checked in. Yep, Murdog's in the house. Love that dude, That's man. Yeah, he's a trooper. He's been outfitting death metal with fucking jerseys. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this so guy, good. I didn't know he he had that much money to buy jerseys. <laughs> right, amazing. That was my question. But too. Everybody <laughs> I know has a fucking Murdog jersey, and it's them. amazing. <laughs> that fool bought me five. Bro, I got so like... I know he's got love for Hamilton, dude. He bought me five. <laughs> dude, I think like, I have eight or I, I nine love you, or something Murdoch. like I love that, you. dude. <laughs> I love They're you, Murdog. So it's funny. Yeah, I love Murdog, too. And it's funny because he hit me up. He was like, you're the first person I've had to make two Instagram posts about your jerseys because you have so many. <laughs> you can't even put that, as many it's, pictures on one post. Right. It's too many. Yeah, I would just get like a random text. Hey, what size are you? What colors do you like? And then a fucking jersey shows up. I'm like, yeah, all right. Dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah dude. <laughs> so I love awesome. that guy. Hell yeah, man. So let me let me do my Vox and Hops on you guys here. A hundred episodes. Did you guys ever think that you would get here? Was it an obstacle at the beginning? Was it something like we're gonna start this and then as the progression was going, did you ever expect to hit a hundred episodes? Um, I'll, I'll take it Casey real quick. Uh, I never thought we'd make it this far for sure. Um, especially, you know, everybody gets an episode every week from us but there has been times where we it not so much at the end now it's it's actually much easier for us to book people and get uh -huh. get guests in advance and all that stuff but back in the day you know in the first year or so there was times where we'd be a couple days away from a show and not know if we were going to have somebody you know and it always ended yeah. up working out though and um as, but yeah those are the 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 struggles of of doing it in the beginning we still i mean it it's always you always want to keep it interesting too so it's like constantly trying to get new guests and um but yeah i i never really looked this far into the future with it ever really we just we just it started and it started rolling and and then it became this you know well-oiled machine that kind of ran with it on its own you know 
and we're now kind of passengers on the Cali death train as well, you know? Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Well, from me personally to you gentlemen and from exhumed and from deeds, congratulations and oh, thanks. Dude. Keep it going, man. You guys yeah, are dude. fucking killing it and recognizing bands down. that need to be recognized and having awesome conversations, you know, and just putting it out there and connecting fans with, you know, the underground death metal, which right, is right, dude. And you know, it, that that's kind of like one of the things we like about the show too. Yes, we can talk to legends, we can talk to the homies, but still finding these groups that we've had also had yeah. episodes where they never they didn't really have a big following, but propping them up to show that hey, there's still a thriving underground, guys. You got to just yeah. dig a little yeah. bit deeper, get your hands a little bit dirtier, and dig because you'll find some gems you know yeah i mean i think i'm rocking a, one right now dude yeah. ontogeny dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude always at bat for this band this band should be recognized so much more throughout the world dude and we may be talking to a, a, yeah. one or two members of it tonight spoiler alert yeah <laughs> how about you casey do you ever think you get this far yeah i mean i was gonna say like i i i think the most important thing to me it's cool it's like okay like when you play in a band and you play with other bands and you end up, you kind of want to run with the other bands. Like you want to be able to like, you want to, you want to match up to, to the level of these other bands. You want to be able to play shows with them and stuff. And I remember like us practice, like when we found out like odious, just our band odious more than way back. Like we, we, we were going to play these shows with deeds and, and like decrepit couldn't do it. But it just like they just okay, well, it's just gonna be deeds of flesh and odious mortem and that's <clears> like we're gonna do these shows. And we were just like, like super honored we're like fuck yeah we'll do this and we were like super fucking serious about practice for that shit oh, yeah. dude we were like okay this is like our moment like we were like yeah. we were like super like nervous in a good way and we worked our asses and then songs playing there all the time yeah dude it was like just yeah dude we're just climbing up mountains but um anyways but like it's i don't know like whatever the point is with that that like I don't know even still like i look back and i'm like oh that was sloppy this and that doesn't matter but like we tried like our best to like to to play you know uh, uh, as best we could but it, it like meant a lot to us to be able to to play like even shows with like bigger bands and so anyways like with me like with the the podcast like there's so many cool podcasts out there like with vox and hops and you know and, and you guys talking about and even like you know garza's podcast and all these different sick podcasts out there i think it's it's just like bands and shows like there's so many cool bands that all offer different things different guests constantly and like it's like there's all these shows going on at the same time you know it's like there's this tour there's this tour and like so like i i love being part of that like it's right. like i'm honored to be part of it you know mm -hmm. it's like i'm like oh we're good enough to be like one of the i guess kind of the one of the podcasts yeah, but it's, a, it's also a testament to the work that you put into your honing your craft and you know getting at the level we all have our mentors, people that we look up to and be like, for me, like, yeah, I want to be like that guy from Malevolent Creation or that guy from Morbid Angel or that guy. We all have our, you know, this is our go-to guy. But in the end, you're putting in the work. You're a voice mm -hmm. in the greater community of death metal. And you just have your band is a representation of your voice in this genre and that's all we're here to do is just build it. You know what I mean? And so by your contribution, everybody's contribution to it, it's just totally it's it's, it's yeah, the yeah. it's it's a smaller voice in the greater good. We're all here to push this genre because it's an underground genre. And like, you know, there's a lot of bands that are really popular and like doing really well, 
But I mean, in the in the end, we're all still in an underground scene, right? We're still trying to you know push it forward and trying totally. to be as extreme as we can in our band and our element and pushing ourselves first as musicians, second as band, and then third as the genre. So all we're trying to do is just build it, you know. So mm-hmm. we're all part of this. There's no egos. There's no I should be here, you should be there. It's like we're all part of this great fucking awesome thing that we're doing and we're you know our own worst critic on any given day so but to share the stage with our heroes like we've played shows with cryptopsy and odious and you know all these great bands that we can say we shared the stage with them but in the end we're all pushing ourselves and also bringing our brothers and pushing them as well so pushing the scene as a whole and a greater good which is what you guys are doing with your podcast you're exposing that and you're bringing everybody together as a family and saying this is who we are this is our genre right. love it or or right. not this is who we are and we're staying true to ourselves so that's yeah. that's why we're here and that's why you have a hundred episodes and that's why you're to that dude. 200 in a day from yeah. here you know <laughs> so yeah that's what oh, we're yeah. here to do a podcast <laughs> no, is like having a family it. dinner and like inviting yeah people yeah over yeah, yeah. Invite sure. people to listen and be a part of the discussion. You guys have created this community, and that's amazing. Yeah, so totally. many podcasts started during the pandemic, but you guys are still here after yeah. 100 episodes, so that proves a lot. Hell yeah, the, the, the yeah. stick-to-itism, and uh, you know, there's just about as much money in podcasting as there is in death metal. So, <laughs> yeah, we're, used to exactly, that. Yeah. we're making tens we're of dollars, and we're definitely yeah. used to that, dude. Yeah, yeah. We're we literally making fucking, tens of dollars, dude. Yeah. We made yeah. a little bit more, and it's also yeah. like certain things like um <laughs> getting merch constantly going. Oh, yeah. dude, that's yeah. it's like with all yeah. the other shit that's going on with getting the podcast together and doing it and stuff, merch actually gets put on the back burner. We got a Weird, little eh? cash, we got a little Funny. cash from the first run and we can do some more, but yeah, we're gonna be doing some more soon. It's the grind, the daily grind. Like the, to get the podcast yeah. up and running, there's a lot of little meaningless tasks, like tedious tasks is the proper word. Yeah. That, that takes a lot of mental space, and then mm-hmm. you finish that, and you're like, "Oh, I'm done." And then I'm like, yeah. "Oh, it's been three months. I haven't done a merch design." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly, dude. So, yeah, what yeah. about you? What about you, Matt? Like, how did you feel in the beginning? Let's turn that question on you. Like. I remember I hit 100, and Flo was my guest. I did I did 100 oh, yeah. episodes before having Flo on the podcast. He oh, was, wow. He was, I remember meeting him, and he was like, oh, you're doing this thing, and like, oh, you're taking it serious. Why, why haven't you invited me yet? Yeah. He was sort of like standoffish about the podcast at first, and then he sort of started taking it a little bit more serious and wanted to be on the podcast, so I had him on at number 100. At that point, I was full tilt. I was all into it. Yeah. I needed the podcast. For me, it was essential. Uh, Flo had joined Ultimas with David Vince, and he had told me, David Vince is the singer of my new project. I was like, oh, fuck. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> all he was like, Cattle asked me to join. I was like, oh, fuck. I needed something. <laughs> Chris's studio has been running. I mean, I needed something for myself to keep myself busy. Uh, so, so I was all in. 100 episodes was never enough. It was like a struggle to get there. The, the first hundred always the worst. It's like with a wife or a girlfriend, the first two years are when you fight the most. Mm-hmm. You've got to get through all the shit and, and realize how the hell you're going to do this day, week in and week out. And you, you, you discover a workflow. And I've discovered recently that I actually need time off for the podcast. So I'm going to be doing three months on, one month off, and I'm going to do that throughout the cycle throughout the year so are you gonna are you gonna bank episodes to where that month off is i'm always banking but there will be no there will be no content for one month a year i'm i'm just i i need to take a break so that i can build the shows that i'm doing the 
because uh, we're talking about expanding across North America, doing some some brutal events across North America. I need time to to let my brain rest and to appreciate conducting interviews because I find that I, I get to this point because I do a lot uh, that I don't think the way that I would normally think unless I'm rested. So mm -hmm. I need time off is something that I've realized. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Got to reset. Yeah. Definitely. I yeah. mean, we've only taken four weeks off in the last two years, probably. Mm -hmm. Something like I didn't that. take any rest at first, too. You know, so I was just all in, just pushing, pushing, pushing. It worked. It was great. Um, you know, but I have 360 episodes, you know, moving oh, towards yeah. 360. Congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome. if, 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 you know, you, you're hungry for an episode, you can go back and listen. Do, to do you feel like you've gone full <laughs> circle? Like, with the, oh, no, it's never ending. Oh, there's nice. always more people. And there's always like, I'm booked. I'm booking yeah. January. Damn. Nice, dude. Which is crazy, right? Like, what are you doing January 8th, let's say, at 8 p.m.? Yeah. Like, you don't know. And I remember I wrote Matt, Matt Harvey. Uh, yeah. I wrote him, like, and it was a ridiculous, like, three months in advance. I'm like, are you available? It was like May, so I never, we never ended up doing the episode. And he was, uh, he was like, I think I'm available, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it was like three months <laughs> It's like stupid the way I book. Anyways, yeah. another reason why I want to take time off to, like, make my totally. things be a little bit more cohesive timeline-wise. Right, if that right. Works, if that yeah. works, like, it probably won't. <laughs> no. I mean, you got you to reset, man. You got to reset your batteries. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you like anything, you'll get you'll get burned out. And if you get burned out, then you lose the passion for what you're doing. Exactly. And yeah. you know, taking that time off, actually, kind of, you know, after maybe two months, you'll you'll be like, I need to get back into that. You'll the passion. Yeah. yeah. Just so that's like, makes the heart grow fonder. It worked during August. I took August off. I came back in September full tilt. I did, um, I think I've done 12, 13 episodes since August, end of August, early September. Just all in, just, just, jumping. Yeah. but now I have, I'm stacked content like madness, but I love it. And um, nice. I'm not going to stop. There's just, there's, it's, the podcast is a big part of my life and talking to people, creating positive interactions. I went to the show last night, a local, basically like Vice, but for French media here. Um, mm -hmm. followed me yesterday at the Shadow of Intent show because he's writing a piece about me. And we okay. left the show together. And he was like, do you do that at every show? Do you, like, do that much PR at every show? I'm like, that was nothing. Like, that was, I'm just talking to my friends. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we do. <laughs> this is what we all do. We go to a show. We're yeah. going to hang out with our friends and talk and, like, create connections. And, this guy's done side hustle. and <laughs> All the time. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. We have to. It's it's what yeah. we do. It's, it's, we, there's a reason why people at our level are still there it's because we're good humans and we help each other out yeah totally dude and that's what the community is about and that's and we, what and we've always it. looked at this show we Red. we call it like a green room chat uh -huh. Just uh -huh. no different than being backstage at a show four or five bands in the bill everybody's sitting around having their pre-show beers and smoking joints and and uh just talking shit about death metal and life and 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 we've been doing that for so many years why not just put it on a podcast let's let's yeah. you know get the stories of these people out there so other people can understand why we have uh, accumulated so many good people in our lives throughout that yeah. time it's amazing so. it's amazing what we've been able to do together and build together and the community that it's thrived from a love of extreme metal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the next uh, the next pinnacle would be uh, the Cali Death Podcast Festival. 
Yeah, dude. <laughs> Get that going. Yeah. I know, dude. We yeah, sponsored I it. it. I did it. You do it. It's, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> an actual local promoter. Yeah. One of the believes in you. I found JF Show from Eventco. Yeah. You guys there need you to go. find your local guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah bring, dude, got... bring, our, bring your signature beer up. We'll bring our, our you know, exude hot sauce. <laughs> hot sauce, coffee, fucking. I mean, yeah, well, you know, it would be yeah. cool to have. It'd be equivalent of like a Milwaukee metal fest, you know, on the West coast. It'd be awesome. Wherever it happens, it doesn't matter. But I mean, you guys put it on, it's representative of your brand. You guys handpick the talent and, and live stream it. And it'd be, I think it'd be pretty cool. That's the I goal. Think we, we have actually talked about that, you know, cause we, we sponsored a tour and we thought that maybe, you know, we can, build something like that into a day festival or something like that you definitely can and uh actually you just made me think we're talking coffee and beer dude battleforge coffee should hook up with a brewery and do a stout i i'm i'm already thinking about that and i had a plan to to, to let's go yeah let's let's collaborate i'm down coffee stouts are delicious dude i I released four of them last year <laughs> yeah, dude. So that's what's up. Like that could be like another branch of Battle Forge Coffee, dude. You get into the fucking beer industry. Yeah, I'm down. They, We're they, talking they about doing like lots of beer to make it happen. Yeah, they need to buy lots of coffee, sort to make it happen. So yeah, we you, got. You yeah, we can. This. We can supply it. No problem. We're Very good. cool. Uh, second question from Box and Hops towards you, and then I'm gonna have to go because I gotta work tomorrow. That's is, all. Yeah. Um, white whales is there someone that you haven't had on in the first hundred that you want to have on obviously there's lots of answers to that question right but is there is there a specific artist that's been resonating throughout the history of the cali death podcast that you Absolutely. haven't had on yet yeah alex, there's definitely Al- alex webster for sure is one yeah and corpse grinder i'd love to talk yes. to both of them we got to talk to paul which was awesome but i'd love to continue getting cannibal uh guests and then also bring him out of the woodworks and i'd like to i'd like to pick at frank mullen's brain i oh, really would right on you know, exactly I don't, too. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how much he it's staying out of the spotlight i haven't actually really tried to reach out to him yet because he is oh, kind of out of the spotlight but i can get him to talk about football they might <laughs> that's fine dude yeah gotta get him like right before like uh yeah Play super bowl. right before super bowl <laughs> then he'll be really hyped <laughs> exactly totally dude but he's he, you know that's my that's my death metal idol right there that's the mm. that's uh, the yeah. man that i always was trying to be when i was doing vocals you know coming up and uh yeah i'd love to talk to frank because i always I, i've talked to him you know backstage a few times at suffo shows we got you know the privilege to be able to hang out on the bus and all that kind of stuff. And he is this way more low key chiller dude than you get on stage with him. And uh, yeah, I just, I, I want to get to know him as a person outside of that. He's a super nice guy. Frank's awesome. Totally dude. I think he'd be a great guest. So yeah, there's definitely a, my white whale right there. There's some white whales that we got in right at the very end too. Like before, didn't think it would be within the first hundred. And we got Ron Jarzenbeck and fucking Paul Masvidal and all these guys. So we are grateful for the amount of big idols that we looked up to as young metal heads now actually being on our show. It's pretty surreal, dude. 
But isn't the funnest part like connecting with them, just like what's up, like in laughing with them, like finding right. something to just it's like we, we we know you shred and this and that, and like, yeah, but like and you want to hear like about it, you know. But yeah, like, dude. like the funniest part is almost when they're just like that they they when they like feel comfortable and just like say something like, oh, like you know, like funny or personal. That's like my favorite part. Right. Actually. Or like Steve DiGiorgio, what a fucking guy, dude. That guy is a killer dude. Spent four oh, over four hours yeah, with us, dude. and he's yeah. such a killer dude. The dude. best, the yeah. best. And and even after that show, you know, anytime we talk, he's he responds. You know, every time I try and get him to come back, though, it's always bad timing. He's on tour with Testament, all crazy right now. So sure. we'll have him back on soon. Though it, this actually was one of the nights that I wanted to get him on, but he's still on tour. So playing Winnipeg tonight. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the, that's the great thing about metal musicians. We we are humble, you know. We understand the work it takes to be at this level, and we're very fortunate to be as successful as we are being in a death metal band, which is, you know, when you're a teenager learning how to play your instrument, you're like, yeah, I don't know what this is going to become of, but we'll see how it goes. And to be at this level where you're, you know, in your mid-40s, early 50s, <laughs> um, you know you're like i'm still fucking doing this like holy shit this is pretty awesome so i'm pretty grateful and you know most metal musicians are pretty humble to be still doing what they love to do at their age which is a testament to metal keeps you young man hell yeah Absolutely. dude! it does dude yeah, i mean I you just mentioning mentioning your age and your your ability on the kit still dude like one i i would hope that when I'm in my early 50s, I look anything like Mike Hamilton. <laughs> well, I mean, drink a lot of water and <laughs> play yeah. drums every day. <laughs> and and just, yeah. Exercise. Yeah, there was a moment where I was like, we got offered to play Hellfest in Maryland. I'm like, fuck, can I, can I do it? You know, and as you get older, as a, especially as a drummer, you're like, you know, obviously I'm not in my 30s anymore. I can't play the tempos that I used to play, but, you know, it, you get to a point where it's like the passion is still there, but is the ability still there mm -hmm. and the integrity you want to still like be able to play your best and for the, you know, just for the integrity of the band and for the music and for your fans, you don't want to get out there and just like slop through your shit. Right. You want to play your music the way you know how to play it. And, you know, must thank God for muscle memory because things started falling into place. And I was fortunate enough to be able to like, okay, I can still play this stuff. And, so that honestly, like that to me is the testament that music and playing music does keep you young. You know what I mean? It's totally. Right. It, mentally and physically is. Yeah, definitely. Dude. Yeah. Because obviously, sure. you're, you know, you're getting your cardio in. So there's the physical part. Yeah. But it's it's the mental aspect of. Continually, yeah. yeah, it's just that mindset that like you're every time I get on my kid, me personally. I'm like, I'm that 25 year old kid that's trying to hone my craft and still love doing what I do. You know, the day that when I sit behind my kid and like, yeah, this fucking sucks. I don't want to do this no more. That's when I'm truly dead, but I'll never, I don't think I'll ever get to that, that stage. And hopefully all yeah, the musicians out there, you get, you don't get to that point because you know, is you if you're creating, then you're living, yeah, you're right? Exactly, dude. So yeah living so that's the, the quality that's that's how you your Love quality it. of life is you channeling and you're creating and you're being an artist a musician and you're you know mm -hmm. you're just, that's the quality of life is is 
creating, no matter what it is, if it's through music or, you know, with your podcast or with, you know, whatever your passion is, like, that's the key to being youthful. It's just always being driven and having a goal. Right. Right. Even if it's small goals, even. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Nothing happens overnight. You don't get, you know, you, you don't, everything's you know you got to step your way to it you know but it's i think that's the, the key to sm- happiness too the like small ba- the small battles world. yeah absolutely the small battles is what gets you to the pinnacle of where you want to be you know and it's like you got to put in the work you know and that's i think, I, I think that's what, that's I do what a lot of death, a lot of people that get into death battle they yeah. don't understand it's like if you want to be good at this you got to put in the work you can't just for sure it's like not... it spawned out of the womb and blast at 250 like you can't do yeah. that <laughs> out of the that'd be crazy like right out you know, cool. right out of the birth canal enough. and you're blasting really cool it gimmick, that man. would be cool yeah be yeah <laughs> just yeah blah. <laughs> i think we have a new band project yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i appreciate you all i will just 100 episodes keep going Thanks, Matt. Around the corner. Thanks I, for coming on. I'm on the East Coast. I got to work early tomorrow, as you guys totally educator. I got to yes. take care of little kids tomorrow. So yeah, I yeah. hope you have a wonderful night. I'm looking forward to tuning in and watching this and seeing who else joins in to celebrate the oh, hundred yeah. episodes of the Kelly Dad yeah, podcast. I can't say congrats enough. You guys yeah. have a great watch, night. Watch Fox and Hops. Thank you so much for giving us your time, dude. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cheers, cheers. 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 Yeah, man. Last You're time an inspiration in many ways, yeah. bro. <laughs> right on, brother. Cheers. All right. Cheers. All right, gents. On that note, who else is chiming in? Let's get some food. Come on. Who's coming Not in? Who's coming in? in? Waiting back. Popping in. Who's waiting? People are shy. They like want to. Like, I'm gonna tell people. Oh, like, come on, like, man. Like this. You guys could like, let you talk. Yeah, like, yeah. Supposed to well, be listen. Like- on that note, I'm also going to congratulate you, gentlemen, on a hundred podcasts. Thanks, I love dude. you so much. I'm super proud Thank of you. you. Keep going. You, Don't ever stop. And uh, yeah, it's a death metal dad, guys. It's a yeah, death yeah. Metal dad. Take your vitamins <laughs> and blast fast, kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I love dude. you guys. I love you too, dude. So much, right, dude. Cheers, Thanks brothers. for uh, coming on, All dude. Right. For sure. Hey, my pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, Mike. Thanks for all you guys do for the metal scene and for deeds. Uh, thanks, dude. For yep. sure, dude. Battleforge Coffee. Go buy it. Oh, yeah. Bye. Fuck yeah. <laughs> do it. Oh, Hell shit. Yeah, dude. Oh. That's a good start, right? Matt from fucking Cryptopsy and Mike from fucking Deeds, dude. <laughs> California. Oh, we got Alex going on. What's up, uh, dude? What up, dude? Right. Alex. Welcome Alex to Casey. the California Death Podcast. California. <laughs> Where is that? Seven right. G, seven G's. Some guy who has seven G's in his name. I don't get it. Can, can he, no, I he get do? it. I get it very clearly. Uh, how, how come so he's not joining? He, he 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 can come in if he wants. I'll send him. We'll send him a link. Send him a link. I mean, oh, you yeah, know, dude. we don't well, play in the same. Go banner. for it. I'm. I, I got a couple things happening. Oh, and we got. Oh shit! Hey. Oh, uh, here we go. We got All some right. people on. Hey, what's Wait, going so on? Am okay, I so on? You are yes. on, dude. For the audio. Yeah! It works. <laughs> we just right. added Alex Basie from uh, Ominous, Ominous Ruin, Ruin and also in Odious Mortem. He plays guitar. Yeah. And then we got Nate from Ontogeny and Anomalous. And shout out San Francisco, California. What's up? Wait. Yeah, that's what's up, dude. Yeah, dude. Congratulations on 100 comments. episodes, man. 
Thanks, Joel mate. isn't here, so I'm trying to do the comments and everything at once. So that's a little bit. So if anything is a little weird, to uh, blame it on me. It's okay. We oh, and we got. Oh people. shit! Hey, David. Yeah, David. <laughs> uh, wait, his audio might be a little. Uh, I heard it. It's fine. Shout How's out David guys? Siskin, original guitarist from Odious Mortem, my old homie from the, the, back in the day. He's been on multiple pods. We got oh, yeah. five people at the moment right now. It's an interchangeable episode so far. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go up, take guys? a leak real quick. How's it going? How you doing? Hey, everybody. Dude, awesome. David, did you leave your sunglasses at my house? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, was David. Oh, nice. David. <laughs> Sorry, I'm glad I you to text Is that I'll it? <laughs> Uh, we uh, went to Alex's house before we went to Iron Maiden uh, this last uh, Sunday. Dude, how was Maiden? It's great. It's fucking great. They're I mean, still dude, good live. Huh? My third time seeing him is the best, I think. Dude, Bruce is still killing it. The vocals are amazing. I, I, I got to say, I think Judas Priest beats him for me live. I mean, first. yeah, Rob's gnarly, you know. He's really gnarly, dude. <laughs> really yeah. gnarly, man. We're both gnarly, but yeah. Yeah, Maiden's show, too, looked amazing. That's the thing. Cool. They're like pyrotechnics and all the fireworks, and it's just pretty wild. All yeah. the set changes, you know? It's crazy, yeah. dude. It's such a big production. They went yeah. big. Flying it was like show to show, too, after he finishes a set flying to the next gig. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. That is dude. nuts. Hell yeah. Do they yeah, still do it where he flies the plane? Like, they're not doing that, are they? I mean, I, I'm going to continue the that rest would be... of my life thinking that's what he does. So that's, that's oh, what I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor guy. He's just like, oh, man, I started something. Now I got to just keep going. Like, Dude, even if the, the gig is and, like, from San Francisco, Francisco to Oakland, he's flying yeah. that next show. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What, so when, when was this, actually? Is it already happened yet? It already happened. Oh, like last Sunday or whatever. Oh shit! Was that, was that last Sunday? A week ago, Sunday. What a fucking week, man. God. I don't know. That's crazy. I thought, I'm pretty yeah. sure I time traveled. Yes. <laughs> I had other friends over last weekend too, so it's just been kind of like a nonstop alcohol binge. How's uh, yeah. how's the new pad and new environment, Alex? Awesome. I mean, I don't know. Super stoked. I, same question to you. I feel like. Well, I'm not in my new plaid yet. I'm still in my old pad, but I'm about to close on this bitch. I'm actually living out of a fucking truck right now, guys. That's oh, why I'm wow. wearing my ontogeny hoodie again because I forgot to pack. Anthony is squatting in his own house. <laughs> I kind of am, dude. I literally live in this. I, it's all staged and shit, but actually, I got a I got a buyer that's uh, interested. So, nice. but yeah, I li I sleep on a fucking air mattress. And then I'm out of here before anybody else comes in here to look at it, you know? I, before we got this place, I was living in hotels. Thankfully, hotels. I think I remember telling you guys on the podcast for like, I don't know, six weeks or something before we went on tour. And then we went on tour. So I don't, yeah. I don't think I spent like a full week in this house until like two months after I owned it. <laughs> Rough. Yeah. But I'm stoked. Things are better now. These guys get to come hang out. And yeah. Now yeah, I got to go up the ocean side. Yeah. Yeah. So David, uh, you were fishing today. I right? was just about to ask that, dude. I was like, so how how was the down. fishing? Did you bring home some fish or what? Yeah, I got a good Dorado, nice ten pound, twelve pound Dorado or so. 
Is that the ma- is that the mahi mahi? So, nice, dude. Yeah. Was it all crazy and like neon looking and shit? Totally. Like right when you bring them out of the water, they're beautiful. Just like neon and all these crazy spots and patterns and shit. Look super trip, dude. But then as they die, they like uh, skin kind of like changes, you know? Well, that's kind of like chameleons too, dude. I had a veiled chameleon and, and as soon as she died, like her colors got all weird and crazy. Like, not in a good way, you know? They, they, she lost all her vibrance, you know? Which is yeah. strange. It's like energy's lost, and maybe their soul is in their skin, guys. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look like shit when I'm a corpse. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to look the same. Our skin's yeah. going <laughs> They're going to have to put some extra makeup on this one. Nah, dude. I'm burn me up, dude. You don't need to bar, you don't need to bury me in the ground in the ground and fucking have a hundred years later have my family have to wonder if they're gonna have to dig me up or pay for the gravesite because isn't like a hundred years after a hundred years so all your family's gone and then your descendants get contacted. Do you want to keep your great great grandpa in the ground still? You got to pay us extra money if they uh, don't. They they take you out, dude. That's how that works, really. Straight up, I mean, maybe not. Dude, I, I want to be crucified. That'd be sick. Ooh, like, if you're, sick, dude. If you're already dead to have the funeral. It's like dry out, just like dry. <laughs> <laughs> That'd That's be insane. Have you guys seen all the like like the decomposed body? Like you know, it's like it gives back to the earth. Like you can, it's like. The oh yeah, where they bury you in like in like a sack and you become like, a, kinda, you become like food for a tree, and like then the tree like is you. And, and yeah. Not, like, like, you're Nate wants to get crucified on the on the uh, what was it the the couch the fucking Seinfeld couch, dude. You should just get <laughs> crucified on that, dude. That'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if like someone had Make a Wish Foundation like? They're like, no, all I want is to be crucified when I die. And then they have to fucking do it. They're like, I want my body to dry out in a public place so everybody yep. sees, like, my corpse decay. Like, you must yeah, do yeah, this. Man. I mean, Imagine the, like, 23-year-old girl that, that joined Make-A-Wish to, you know, spread, like, positivity, and that's her first thing. Like, we got to crucify this guy. I think that wish would be denied pretty fast, <laughs> but it's worth a shot. I might. Do it, man. I almost hope uh, I can make a wish foundation. <laughs> <laughs> you get like crucified and just put in a in a like a farm. You're the now the scarecrow of your of your grandpa's old ranch or something. Oh shit! You can it's like do midsummer. The, Oh yeah, mid-summer. dude. That's what. what wait, <laughs> did I see that one? Well, there's like different movies of that, but the yeah, one that we're talking about. To. I know. The, with, the, with the director who did uh, what's it called, Hereditary. Yeah. Is it the same director? Yeah. yeah. Whatever his name is. That. Hereditary's with that weird little chick, right? That gets I her like head. It a lot more than yeah. Spoiler alert: gets her head knocked off or something. I like both movies. Yeah, but that movie is is is, is yeah. But yeah, dude, Midsummer, dude, is insane. Have, have you have you guys seen that stuff, Alex? Uh, no? I'm totally not a movie buff. Not, <laughs> not at all, dude. <laughs> I fucking suck with movies. Yeah. Like, tell us your favorite movie then. For a person who's not a movie buff, let's see what their favorite movie is. 
Hold on. Wait a minute. I was going to say Ace Ventura, but there's something else that was like on the tip of my tongue. That's a good one. Uh, Ace Ventura is a good one. Come back to me. (laughs) Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt is a favorite? (laughs) Uh, All right. Should have stayed with Ace Ventura. No, I'm just thinking of random 90s movies now. (laughs) So you just like like, uh, comedy shit. Yeah, well, yeah, in theory. Quirky comedy. That's all good. Kind of any comedy. Mary says Friday. Dude, I, just, I just watched Friday again recently, and I was like, this is Friday's still a fucking movie. good movie, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I've really what? thought this out. My favorite movie is This Is Spinal Tap. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, Hell yeah. It's like the most rewatchable yeah. movie of all time. It is. It is. I know. That actually is like the good indicator of, of how awesome a movie is to you personally, is how many times you can watch it and still enjoy it every time you watch it. Did you guys remember the year that Dan... Dressed up as the bass player, like Harry Schaefer, or whatever Harry, whatever, whatever his name is, the guy from The Simpsons, you know. But he plays the, the bass player, and Dan dressed Dan from Odious, like dressed up as him for Halloween, and he had like, like this like attached like mutton chops and the, the hair and like the whole dude. It was so funny. Was it I can the imagine strap him. outfit? I think so. I can't the remember. Stra- oh man, the strap. Yeah. Outfit. Oh, that strap outfit. Yeah, dude. So good. The shirtless so with just the suspender straps. Yeah. <laughs> I was at the Thunderdome in Santa Cruz at that. I remember that. It was funny. But so Nate, dude, tell right. us real. Tell us what's up in the Ontogeny camp, real quick. Oh, dude, uh, we're recording now. We got a bunch of songs ready to go. Uh, so we're starting to track. Me and Keith are tracking everything. Nice. Uh, we're trying to do uh, some weird stuff with the production on this one. I was kind of thinking of it like uh, it's going to be like a mixtape almost where we're going to track the drums, oh, like different types of drums all the time and make a collage of different sounding stuff that goes back and forth in the middle, of, Sick, in the middle of riffs. So it's going to take a long time to record and track. So we figured we'd start now while we're halfway through the writing process recording at the same time. But uh yeah, it's going good, man. It's sound, I'm liking it. It's sounding really good. It's already live ready because me and Keith have been jamming on it uh, pretty often. So I'm mm-hmm. stoked. Nice, dude. Dude, yeah. that, I, you've always had like these interesting ideas with your with the Ontogeny albums. Um, the last one, wasn't it? You had like a specific way that you were recording. You, I, I forget how. It was it was different than than. Um, most like was it jam sessions that you were recording or what how although that's kind of what we're doing now Uh, the the last one was uh uh i guess more it was different we did discord and disillusion was all like acoustic drums in the room type of thing and it sounds really raw and really live and then we went on the next album to keith tracking on v drums because that's what we had for time and it you know, had samples, and then I, I kind of wanted to go back to the drum sound that we had before, so we brought them back in the room on Antisocial, and then uh, this one is going to be uh, just, it's going to sound weird just because it's changing productions in the middle of riffs. Like, Yeah, uh, dude, that sounds super sick, though. Like, yeah, I was actually going to tie that tie that into, like, drum and bass and all that shit, David, like how drum sounds change a lot throughout Different Certain, samples, different right, right. Yeah, yeah also, that's literally where I got the idea. Oh, sick! Nice. Like DJs also, and... makes me feel like Grateful Dead, like that album Anthems of the Sun. 
it's like all fused together of different pieces of different studio recordings and different live recordings and it like kind of snaps back and forth and shit and layers it's pretty yeah cool. Yeah. Mark Volta does the same thing too, and they're back. Mm. I can't wait to see them. Oh, they're cool. back. Yeah, they're great. That's oh, a great man. show, dude. Great band. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Delos in the Comatorium, I would say, is in my top five favorite albums of all time. And right. Just hearing how they recorded that album was all jam sessions that they take and they make a song after the fact it was really cool and interesting to me. Uh, uh, it just makes for a different thing it's like you mm -hmm. can pick the best moments like man we were really fucking cooking right there we're gonna put that on the album rather right. than trying to replicate yeah. it you know that's yeah. kind of like zappa not in, like that yeah, yeah. as big as that but zappa all the like all the solos on the records are taken from because he would he would take them that the new material out on tour before he actually recorded the album and and his in the moment freestyle solos that he would do every night he'd record them and the best solo of the tour is what would end up being on the record after he finally actually recorded those songs so that i i, I attribute that to that because it's like we're gonna we're gonna uh record ourselves in multiple situations and yes this is the part where we got the sickest snippet of time we're gonna put that on the record yeah i mean it's cool that, do you see the zappa documentary by the way uh, which one the yeah. one that's on netflix it's like a three hour zappa documentary it's so good if you have really it. but I, I fell asleep but it was awesome like it's so good do you know what it's called uh, i can find it but, uh, there's there's one that i will watch that was based around um Overnight Sensation and um, what's the album that was right after that? The one that had Don't Eat the Yellow Snow. <laughs> Joe's Garage. No, it started with an A. Uh, um, basically, it's the only two albums that Zappa had the same lineup on. Every other album has different musicians or, you know, maybe one or two of those, but he had two albums throughout that gigantic career there was two albums that were back to back that he was like this is the lineup i want to keep for longer than any other lineup that i've had Dude, um, it had to have been the lineup that's on baby apostrophe State. apostrophe and overnight sensation those two albums right there so there's a documentary based on that just that era but i have not seen uh i've read his the uh the biography on zappa but I, I haven't seen this documentary that you're talking about, and now I'm really excited to uh, jump in on that, dude. It's so good. It's called Zappa. It's, it's just called Zappa. Yeah, and it's so good. Um, Zappa is one of those, you know, super inspiring musicians just because of the amount of content he made and that he, I don't think he was ever pencil whipping it. He really thought about his material, even though he was able to make so much material, he was really involved when he made it, and it was really thought out. He's just super totally. productive and super inspiring in that way. But he's they also talk, a psychopath of a person, you know? Yeah. Nuts, you know? Super, psycho super. engineer, you know? Like, he, like, recorded so much of that shit and, like, edited it together and was cutting tape and shit, you know? It's nuts. Like, back in the day, cutting tape, you know? Cutting tape. Yeah, I know, <laughs> like, dude. Literally cutting it and taping mm -hmm. it together, too. That's yeah, great. it's wild, dude. And... But yeah, with a guy like that, a mind like that, 
there is the give and take because you hear about, you know, how much little time he spent with his family. He'd be in the basement for 16 hours a day just in the studio, you know, or being on the plane with they're flying to a show. Everybody in the band is mingling, talking, having a good time, and they'd see Zappa, and he's just over there writing sheet music in his seat by himself, just handwriting sheet music coming out of his head as he's on a plane, you know? Yeah. This guy doesn't even need to hold a guitar to write music. That that type of shit trips me out. If he yeah. wasn't doing that, he was drinking coffee and macking on chicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. You could, and it was only He's coffee. No drugs at all. Dude. No drugs, dude. And, and that's when I talk to like casual Zappa listeners and they're like, wait, this guy wasn't all gacked out on acid throughout the 60s and shit. It's like, no, dude. This guy just liked to drink coffee and chase chicks <laughs> and write music. Cigarettes. Yeah. Sounds like, sounds like David Lynch. Oh, look who yeah, just popped in. What up, dude? Okay, so we got Mike DeSalvo, fucking Cryptopsy friend, another Cryptopsy member of fucking two of the greatest albums that Cryptopsy ever put out, fucking Whisper Supremacy and, and Then You'll Beg, dude. What's going on, Mike? What's happening, man? How you doing? Good, brother. I, I'm yeah. so glad you came and uh, hung out with us, dude. I was, oh, yeah, I was awesome. very stoked when you... Uh, responded with a, a big yes to come on dude oh, that was an absolute man yeah i mean uh look you know congratulations uh 100 episodes no joke you know it's amazing it isn't it's yeah. no joke dude we've been firing at this for two years dude every single awesome. week bringing people fucking new episodes every single week and yeah dude i wake up every day thinking this is this is a sliver of my life dude i gotta give a little bit of attention to this every single day dude and and you guys all of you that I'm talking to right now and who we're going to, who we have talked to, who we're going to talk to you guys all helped us along the way, you know, and, and loved having all of you on the show. Mike, you've one of my all time favorite guests, bro. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. What's up? In case he's back. I was in the restroom. What's up, homie? You're just popping in on a Zappa, a Zappa little run. You into Zappa at all, Mike? I do. I like Zappa. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, oh, who, yeah. who doesn't? I mean, anyone of sound mind. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally right. <laughs> yeah, right, sure. dude. So We're good. just talking about how, and also, you know, with a uh, a brain like that, how you you kind of take from other parts of your life in order. You only have a, a finite amount of energy as a human being, you know. And so, what are you going to divvy it up to throughout your life? Well, if you're going to put most of your eggs in one basket, AKA make fucking 80 albums throughout your lifetime before you fucking 80 plus or whatever, you're going to end up, you know, sacrificing some relationships with family and all that kind of shit too. But as a listener, you're like, Oh man, but I love Zappa, but you learn, Oh, we got fucking Troy, dude. What up? Dude? Troy, 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 Troy Fullerton. I forgot to put my ears on. Uh, go for it, dude. Like, dude, if this was a show right now that was like a band playing, you'd be like, dude, we got the best bands ever in this tour. Like, man, like Mike Falvo, Cryptopsy, bro, I'm a fan yeah. boy for, for life. 
Severed Savior, Odious. This is the shit. You guys are the shit, though. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> awesome. Don't forget Ominous Ruin and Warbreaker, Ominous too. Ruin. What up? Yeah. It's getting crazy already. The hot tub's heating up. Yeah, we knew it was going to be chaos tonight, dude, but this is what we do when we celebrate 100 this, episodes. The analogy of the whole thing tonight is this whole sh episode is just a hot tub with a bunch of guys getting into it or getting out. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> so, once it gets like above eight. We're like, okay, someone's got to get out after. You know. It's like, it's like, yeah, dude. Once it gets above eight, uh, Troy's feet yeah. are tickling my feet, and I'm just like, ah. yeah, it's just you know, starts to get. Dude, no, it's just stop playing footsie with me. Close quarters. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god, we got more toes. Hey. How many toes do we have? Dude, dude. that's that's eighty know. toes we got yeah. right now, dude. Eighty toes. That's a lot of toes. It's a lot of sandals need to be provided for. What up, Mike? Mike Gilbert in the house too. We got. What's up, guys? Oh, can you hear me? Shit. Yes, we yep, got you, yep. dude. All right, cool. Hell yeah, dude. Mike, the, it, have you you've met everybody here, right? Or not, uh, Troy? I know Mike Salvo. Mike Salvo. Uh, we're friends on Facebook. We've never met or talked, but I've been a fan of you guys since fucking. Well, at least awesome. when you were in Cryptopsy. Holy shit! Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. And I'm sorry, I don't know who's on the bottom right. Who's that? David oh. Siskin. Oh, what's up, yeah. dude? <laughs> I heard recognize up? you. <laughs> yeah, welcome to see. And then Alex Basie, have you guys met? No. No. no, no. How's it so going? Alex Alex Basie is from Ominous yeah. Rune and Odious Mortem. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I've been a huge yeah. Severed Savior fan for, I don't know. Awesome. Since you were a, a band. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Sweet. And Odious Mortem and Cryptopsy. Yeah. Right, dude. It's dude, it's crazy. This 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 is the lineup right here. Like Warbreaker, Warbreaker cutting up the records while we're getting to open it up and then fucking you'd have Ontogeny, Odious Mortem, Severed Savior and then dude, Mike, what So, when do we go on tour? I know. Yeah, what right? the fuck, dude? What's up with the Coma Cluster Void, dude? Quiet right now. Yeah. Fairly quiet right now. I, I know. Uh, I know. Jean uh, is super busy, and uh, we're just waiting on her to. You know, I they, actually she had sent us a song. Man, I think it was like uh, five weeks ago or something, and uh, was like, "Hey, we're on the next song," and I haven't heard anything since then. So yeah, yeah, I knew it's coming. <laughs> you know, it's it's been slow. It's, it actually works in my favor right now because I got other things going on right now and. Totally. It would just be, you know, it would just be so many, so many, uh, uh, you know, just be, there's not enough time to take it all on in one shot. So this actually, totally. this actually gives me a little bit more time to work on other projects right now. So you yeah. recently uh, posted some live footage of you. I forget what band it was with, though. You you did some guest ah, vocals. Scattered remnants. Scattered remnants, dude. That's yeah, what it was, yeah, dude. Boston. And, Hell uh, yeah, well, dude. New England, anyways, yeah. and uh, yeah, it was uh, that was at the uh, at uh, uh, at uh, not redefining darkness, but uh, into the darkness uh, festival in Ohio. We actually went out there, and uh, they asked me to do a song, and I was like, sure, of course, you know, I was fuck yeah, dude. Play with remember. those guys back in the day, big fan. I was like, fuck, it's absolutely fucking fun. So. Well, watching it, you're still a fucking beast, bro. Like, yeah, thank you. You, you straight up, you feel like an old man and more. Dude. <laughs> But dude, you know, you still got it, dude. Thank you. Much respect, dude. Much respect. Yeah, it's a lot of fun getting up there because you know, I mean, I don't, I don't have that opportunity anymore at this, you know, right now, anyways. And did you I get mean, the like, Did you get the feels again? Did you get the feels while you're up there? Oh, you know, 
yeah. second the second you step on stage the whole time it was like i'm on the side of the stage and i'm like i'm going through the song in my head and i'm like i know this fucking song and even through that i'm still like huh what's that fucking lyric again <laughs> so, you, know, you get on stage the second you're on stage it's like bam you're in it and, and right like, right dude Totally. That is funny how that, that's happened to me so many times where I'll be performing a song that I've done many, many times and it'll be up until the last second at certain points where I'm like, what am I supposed to say? And then Absolutely. Blah, it just comes out. Yep. Yeah, it does. And then, I mean, and then the alternate side of it, sometimes it don't, you're just like, blah, 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 blah. You're just like <laughs> I remember the patterns. <laughs> it happens. Totally, dude. But then so you think true. like uh, guys like Rob Halford or, you know, whoever else uh, uses teleprompters, you know, like uh, Ozzy and shit. At some right. point, it's like, you know, I mean, there's a fucking million songs to remember. And they're, they're like, fuck this. Who needs to remember? Well, the funny, funny thing about Rob Halford is like with the teleprompter, it's like, yeah, dude, lyrics, like whatever. That dude can fucking <laughs> murder the microphone. Yeah. Like murder. he's like 70 what? Like, yeah, totally. It's like who cares if he has a teleprompter? Did did you hear him sing? Like doesn't matter. Dude, if you've seen Rob Halford live, you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he felt it out, man. Incredible. And Bruce was David and I and uh, uh, we we all saw Bruce. I mean, we saw Maiden like what like last Sunday, like a week and a half ago. We're talking about. He was amazing. It was so great. It was great. But dude, high energy. This, the, I think this like the way they write the songs with Judas Priest and like, but Rob Halford just like, it's like cutting glass. Like the vocals are, it's like he's like the, he's like fr- the Freddie Mercury of metal. You know, it's, <laughs> just, like, it's fucked up, dude. It's like too good. It's making me want to buy a shitload of leather, dude. And I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, amazing. So Troy and Mike, talk about your uh, Twitch channels, dude. How are those going? <laughs> uh, Troy. Oh, thanks. Um, actually, I've been out of town for a couple of weeks, and so I haven't haven't been doing much in the last few weeks. But going good up until that point, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you? Where are you at right now, Montana? I am in Las Vegas. Oh, I'm okay. actually down here because tomorrow and Saturday is the Monsters of Brutality Fest. Sweet. And uh, so I'm down here to help out with that and enjoy it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I was gone for a couple of weeks, home for a week, gone for a week, and then I should be home again for a while. Hope to get back to streaming regularly, and I've got that uh, unscratched itch once now that I've been playing regularly for the last you know, six or nine months or whatever it is. And then to stop for a couple of weeks, it's like, uh, uh, like a habit. <laughs> right. No, definitely, dude. I Finally. understand. Yep. Yep. You get into a groove and then you, then you throw a monkey wrench in, in the business. And then you, yep. it, it's like, wait, all, all we're looking for is homeostasis. So when we add new things, if you, you have this constant new thing that you're doing, you take it out of the mix, then your whole situation gets thrown off, dude, because now you're not in homeostasis. I was coasting along it this way, but that, I mean, dude, you got to do what you got to do and just, you know, you're going to get back on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, can't let it turn into a long break. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. Right. That's the, the history that I have is I take a break for a couple of weeks and then it becomes a couple months and then, becomes a couple of years 
No, not this time. <laughs> not this time, though. No, yeah. uh, got too much going on to to stop. So right, exactly, dude. What about you, Mike? How's your channel going? Uh, good. I, I, what the fuck are you laughing about? He asked me about his channel. This <laughs> sucks. <guy>. No. <laughs> uh, Joe, put um, the comment on the screen from Amir Queen. So, oh, Amir okay. Queen. Mary's right. laughing, sure. dude. I think that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I haven't been active much for the last month because I got really sick like a month ago for a couple weeks. Uh, thought it was COVID, but I tested like five times negative, but it hmm. kicked my ass, whatever the fuck it was. Uh, I was on a stream and like I was getting the sniffles. I thought everybody was gonna think I was doing coke or something, but <laughs> no, it was it was legit sniffles. And then that night hit me like a ton of bricks, and I was out for like two weeks. And really? uh, I think I, I streamed like a week ago, um, and I'm getting back into the swing of things. Uh, I you know kind of hit that plateau of like, well, you guys know I I didn't play for years like before I started streaming again, so. I kind of like record or, you know, streamed like me getting back into the swing of things and getting the rust out and shit. And then mm. it didn't take very long to realize that, woo, I don't know that many songs anymore. Like I got to get a whole shitload of songs down again and re-remember shit and learn new shit. So lately I've just kind of been working on getting a, a larger repertoire of songs so it doesn't get boring for people that watch all the time, you know? Um, it's been fun relearning and learning some, uh, Dillinger escape plan stuff. Uh, Cause oh, that's yeah. always, you know, just, they, they're, they've got nice that energy that. that just fucking drives you. And, uh, it's fun as fuck to play. Uh, it's fun to, to show other people that stuff. A lot of people are into it. So, uh, that's kind of what I've been doing lately. Yeah. I think I, I may have been, uh, you know, they have been, they were on my radar, but I, it was you that made me really dive into Dillinger especially the first the the first ep and calculating those yeah. two albums are um well the 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 demo ep um yeah and then the 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 first actual ep the under the running board that had the mullet burden on it right and then, and then calculating, calculating. Yeah, yeah those three monumental dude totally dude and it's still to this day it's untouchable for me you know it's kind yeah. of a trip you know back in in that 97 i think is when they they were on a relapse uh what do you call that shit where the labels would put out a, a compilation mm -hmm. uh, yeah. the relapse yeah the relapse mm -hmm. comp, uh, compilation cd had just the mullet burden as their only song on it and it fucking it was like came out of nowhere like who who the fuck are these guys where do they come up with this kind of shit i've never heard this this kind of energy uh super super uh motivating and it was at that same time that was the first time i i had really heard cryptopsy uh and whisper supremacy whisper supremacy came out right about that same time and that was the same kind of shit like the energy and the musicianship uh that era that late 90s era was fucking great straight yeah. up dude both those records or both those bands at the they have a true unique voice like yep yep flow we always talk about the Suffolk Blast, the Cannibal Blast, the the Pete Sandoval Blast, but it, yeah. there's also the Flow Blast too. They're always guys. called Terror. I think yeah. they're always called Terrorizer Blast. Yeah, them, right, the right. Terrorizer Blast beat. I always call totally. them Hyper Blast. Is that not what that is? What? 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 I call them Hyper Blast. It's like oh, a okay. 
Yeah. You're talking flow yeah. style. I felt like Hyper Blast was like the like or blasphemy made flesh like like that super fast. That's a Hyper Blast, right? The other thing that Flow did was he do like the he do the blah 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 beat where it was like oh that's I love that beat. I know no one does that. So good and Dillinger does it too, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about like like a gallop. Yeah, no, no, that's what goes, I would call it a gallop. No, 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 no. When it goes like, rah, 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 that, oh, like, okay, kick, yeah, kick, that, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. And Flo does that so savage, like so good. Yeah, he he fucking really yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Of course, yeah. You know. Do I remember being? I saw Dillinger around the same time in ninety, probably ninety-seven or something. I think it was in, um, at the Milwaukee Festival. We played, and they played also, and they uh, they were on like this. They, they had there was like a bar, and it was like the side stage that was off on the side. <laughs> These guys just fucking decimated the place. It was unfucking believable. Yeah, right. I mean, talk about energy. I mean, it, it, it was. You, you have all the other bands, and then you had right, Dillinger, and yep. they just. I mean, it was it was something to see. I mean, I mean, I've seen them throughout the throughout their, uh, you know, the course of, of the band, and and they've always had high energy. But back then, there was just something spastic yeah. about it mm-hmm. then that nobody was, you know, even even raising the surface on. Really. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's always got like just floodlights behind them, just like blinding everybody. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Well, they had those strobes that they used to bring. Yeah, yeah. I saw them in chaos, dude. The the only times I've seen them live were in that era. I only saw them twice back in uh '98 and '90. Right after Calculating came out. I saw them twice, once in San Francisco and once in Oakland, and they were cool as shit. You know, they, they hang out with everybody afterwards, and, and they're all into the music, and they're big Cynic fans, too, so I got to, like, bond with uh, Ben and, and uh, Chris Penny, the old drummer, about Cynic beats and shit, and mm-hmm. yeah, they are fucking great. Was that show Bottom of the Hill? No, the, the one in San Francisco was at uh, Morty's Fine Italian Dining. Which was a great, oh, a great little fun. venue uh, that used to be called something else back in the mid '90s. It was right <laughs> across the street from the Stone, um, and then when they're in Oakland, it was at uh, the Gilman. That would have been a sick show. The Gilman, dude, it was fucking nuts. There, there actually wasn't again. that many people there. It was surprising. Where was, where was the Gilman again? That uh, was Gilman's still around, isn't it? Is Berkeley by the train station? In Berkeley, that's yeah. the one. They they don't have a lot of metal shows. They have a lot of punk shows. Was that the shows. was the Gilman the one that was like the Green Day like venue? Yes. That was like, yes. Oh, the Gilman. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah, always been like the punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like stickers all over all the walls yeah. and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. We saw Andrew's band yeah, play saw, there one time. Yeah. I saw Dillinger at the Che Cafe around calculating Infinity Time, and it was fucking insane because that place is really small and then i saw yeah i saw him in sf at the pound when they put out that ep that michael patton was oh god yeah (laughs) that was fucking so oh shit dude (laughs) we got an addition edition what's cracking we we just added diego sanchez from disgorge and to violently vomit like my shirt yeah, yeah, what's cracking? Oh, yeah. nice. Representing, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. What up, Wiz? I got life of, a, life of a dad that's playing Vegas tomorrow. Nice, dude. You're playing <laughs> Vegas around. tomorrow? 
my skin cut off, dude. Is there anyone want to say, what's up? What up, Zelia? What up? What up? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can barely wipe my ass right now. <laughs> leave, leaving a butt crack of dawn to go slam it up for the monsters tomorrow. Yeah. Nice, dude. Nice, dude. So you and Troy, you and Troy will be kicking it then. Yeah, dude. Yes, we sir. did. Uh, I think when I first started playing bass with Seth of C, we did. Uh, we were a gutter out on the East Coast, and uh, you know, I'm still not a bass player yet. But back then, I was like barely a guy that plays bass, and then now a little bit better. So it'll be cool to showcase some new tunes and hell yeah, you know, go see the boys. Of course. It's gonna be dope. Haven't seen Skinless exactly. forever, so that'd be rad to go and see those dudes and you know Raja Mortician. Yeah, dude. Are you guys going out there tomorrow? Oh, let's try. What up, yeah, man? Yeah, I'll be yeah. there. You still in Vegas? I am in Vegas right, right now. Are you yeah. going to the Yep, yeah, I'll be there. Well, I will see you there, homeboy. Yeah. Yes, dude. Oh, yeah. We'll be there in spirit. Yeah, Espirito. Dame tu Espiritos. <laughs> or Sus Espiritos, something like that. <laughs> hey, dude, so did, is that on here yet? Not yet, dude. Um, He should be coming on soon, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, like, I'm driving around, so I'm kind of on limited time, and I can hit you guys up when I get a break. Depending on dude, you how late you're on. I'm going to check yeah. with Ed right now, actually. I'll... Who all is on here? I recognize a couple faces, but I'm losing my sight from a lack of sleep right now. It's all good, dude. You got me and Casey. It's hard to see. Right next to you. It's crazy. You're in between Mike DeSalvo, Nate Venerucci Sandwich. Yeah, what up? I like how the only other Italian can't even pronounce your name. (laughs) (laughs) I've already, I've been drinking plenty already. Well, I hope you guys are vegetarians because you got some meat in the middle, boy. (laughs) (laughs) What up, Michael? Hell yeah, man. Awesome. Yo, line on the subject, what? Oh, shit. Oh, Diego. We got a special ad Dude. Yeah, Ed's man, on dude. now, dude. <laughs> oh man, it's about to get gritty. Yeah, me, huh? You want to say hi? Say hi, Ed. Hi, Ed. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Can you tell he sounds bad? I want to say what's up. Oh, yeah, lady. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little tired of the party. I just had to. We had to eat dinner. Okay, so. you can't run the No, you're all good, Ed. You're all good. Yeah, yeah. The perfect time. Uh, you're literally, thanks, Better late dude. than never, bro. Diego yes, was literally uh, just asking about you, and then I was about to text you, and then boom, here you are, dude. Right? Yep, that yep. Disgorge energy in the room, boys. Ed Talorda <laughs> from Disgorge fame, uh, uh, California renowned mix mixing engineer for live music. What up? I, yeah, I didn't survive, bro. <laughs> but it's cool, yeah. <laughs> you know? The guy with a rad mustache. I know, right? Yes. This takes me. Don't see like that very often. Huh? Yeah. This takes me like two months to grow, bro. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's awesome. So you, you, you can go to Terriers and be all... Buh, buh. It tells <laughs> <laughs> 
if it took two months, dude, you should, yeah, you, you take care of that thing. I'm sure you wake up, comb it every day. <laughs> uh, no. yeah. Just move it, move it to the side so it don't get between your teeth. Diego's like, I wake up and my fucking dude's like this. I fucking did it last night, dude. Dude, I'm like Chuck Norris, dude. I wake up, my mustache is already brushed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's already doing the dishes. Dude, it's already like Moses in the waters. The Chuck Norris shit cracks me up sometimes. The one that cracked me up the most with the Chuck Norris thing is uh, Chuck Norris built the hospital he was born in. <laughs> yeah, real. That real one pop. fucking gets me every time, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh man. Hey, uh, oh, this is a limited group. There's like ten people on here at a time or something, right? No, eight. Well, yeah, you. We you, got you, the eight crew. It's in, fine. Yeah. We're chilling right now. We got the eight crew. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, we got the eight crew. Did we lose Nate? Oh, he's yeah, back. we lost he's Nate. But some people transfer back to digital. They uploaded their psyches oh, that's all good, too. Dude. So they're just back in the chat. So like, oh, it's all cool. good. We got Thank a you, rotating... Nate, for popping in, though, dude. Oh, Thank dude, you very much. We love all you guys. Love we love everybody. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. I know. This is all going to be chaos, guys. So yeah, we're, like, we're trying this out. It's you... going rad already, dude. We're just yeah. experimentation. If you feel like you've been here too long, you could just stay late, and we'll be all good with it, dude. If you think we've been here too long, just... Like, isn't there like a little eject button or something? No, <laughs> we don't do that. We don't do no, that. No, I always want to say goodbye. <laughs> oh, no, so that's why I said. It's just like I gotta, I gotta oh, cut no, off. We lost him. Uh, I guess we also lost Alex to uh, his network. Got all chopped up. Congratulations, hundred episodes. Thanks, yeah, dude. Thanks for popping on with us, dude. Enjoy that Dorado, dude. Yeah, dude. Okay. All right, now it's a little more manageable. We're down to six dudes. David is the <laughs> oh, best yeah. cook ever, dude. That's Hell yeah, dude. Just, he, dude you guys sent me some pictures. Chef. You guys have sent me pictures from no Joseph today. Get out of control. What's, that? What's up, Dad? Yeah, no Joseph today. He'll be oh, he's on been, in the next few. He'll minutes. actually be on really soon. Oh. Yeah, he just got off work. Yeah, yeah. What about Joel? So, well, we don't talk. Oh, about Joel, we <laughs> miss Joel greatly, but he had tickets to a show that he bought months ago, and oh, he's got priorities. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Nice. Joel's, Joel's a busy guy. He's a busy guy. Yeah, he. Yeah. You know, he's Episode one hundred is nothing. It's fine. He's hard to. He's hard cool. to pin down. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Who does he have tickets for? Uh, Leprous, the band uh, Leprous. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. 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 He's he's way, yeah. He's way down with them, so you know. Uh, well, look at his back. Uh, uh, Nate's back. What up, dude? Hey. Crawling back. Dude, I thought I got bumped by Disgorge, and I was like, that's totally fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't bump anybody, dude. It's no, cool. dude. I love that, though. He's yeah. all like, I I got bumped. <laughs> We're all like, Nate's got to go. It's <laughs> fair, dude. It's fair. Yeah. When you were like, who, this would be a sick show or tour, I was like, I know exactly who the opener would be on this fucking tour. <laughs> but I think that this is my, that what I've always said, dude. Ontogeny should be recognized way more than they yeah. are. Well, I appreciate that, man. Discord's Live, by the way, was like an experience. If you ever saw Discord's Live, have the oh, pleasure. Yeah. It was one of those ones where you didn't know oh, what you were yeah. getting into and then you saw it like, whoa, man, I get that. That's sick as hell. All of you Totally, guys. dude. dude we, hey, uh, I, I was just going <laughs> to say, I, I 
got the pleasure to share the stage with them a few times, you know, with Troy and Mike as well. We had traded off some headlining dates on that one tour that we did in, was it 2012? Yeah. And, uh, dude. Dude, I moved in that area. <laughs> bro. Like the, uh, yeah. I was just going to say that that Discord blew me away every single fucking night that we played with you guys, dude. It was it was such a treat to, to watch you guys do run. your thing, dude. Yeah, that was a fun run. That was definitely a fun run, and it was it was great by, by, for me myself because uh, it, was, it was great for myself to share like, to get to share stages with you guys because I mean like you guys, I, I had um, you know I mean like I was I was in a smaller band like prior to that, and like you know, we were just trying to we we're trying to like break out of San Diego at the time, but then you know I mean I kind of got I kind of needed a change of situation and mm-hmm. just. When I got into Disgorge, uh, I mean, it was kind of talked about when I was doing sound for them when 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 they were on tour with the Incantation, and um, you know, it's like, and I already, I kind of already was getting it in me that I wanted to get something that was a little more like just just relentless driving and to play along with with, with the likes of with the likes of you know Severed Savior, Whoa. All right. That was, uh, shit just got real. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, so um, yeah, it was uh, it was um, yeah, that I, to 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 be able to go and share, you know, finally go and share that with uh, with Kevin Burns and Savior and 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 uh all kinds of you know just just to get out there and and do something bigger than what i was you know and uh and I mean, it was it was great it, and you, I, it was, you fit it, right in dude i mean <laughs> the way that you're talking it, you you didn't seem like you were a guy that was striving for something bigger you were already bigger to us well, when we were seeing you on stage you know <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just, I, I just think because once I, once I, once I melded in with the, with, with what was being played, and you know, I mean, I, I set it out that I was gonna learn this and play it like I, like I wrote it myself, and you know, I mean, it just, I mean, it's just like when we played covers as a tune and we wanted to play like our heroes, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, they became heroes. Uh, they had become heroes even more than than what I was like already listening to. Mm-hmm. But, uh, right. To yeah. There's something. Deal. There's something about putting the face to behind. Uh, you know, you listen. You have the music, but the face behind that. You know, and the mm-hmm. and the uh, the attitude and the you know the the camaraderie that comes along with meeting those people and shit. I. Uh, it's it's something that you you never forget. You 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 relive it. I mean, I do anyways. I mean, I, I know you guys do too. Anytime you're on the on, on the road, and the people you yeah. meet. You know, like uh, it's 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 a special bond that can't be broken. I don't totally, think. dude. And even with like local openers and shit like that, where you'll you'll be on a run and it'll be kind of like flat with the local openers, and then you'll get to Texas or something, and mm-hmm. and you, oh, and you watch the opener and you're like, oh shit, dude, mm-hmm. these guys fucking know what's up. And then it Absolutely. takes you back to when you were the a local opener. And yeah. you're like, yeah. yeah, I remember having that that hunger, that drive. Yeah, you know? 
Yeah, unfortunately now these days because of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I can't, you know, I mean, dude, I'm 48 now, dude. Like, you know, right. when that when that had happened, I was like 30. Oh, yeah, 10 years ago, 10 years ago. Well, I mean, well, I mean like when 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 I joined in 2004, you know, I mean, so yeah. go, go figure. I mean, dude, that was almost 18 years ago when I, you know, when I went on my first tour with them. You know, right, right. Um, I mean, shit. Dude, I mean, like parallels. Parallels is fucking 17 years old now. It's crazy, dude. Like what Holy. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like yesterday, man. Insane. <laughs> All right, dude. And we're all saying the same thing about our shit, too. It's like, yeah, I mean, consume, this or consume is fucking 20 I remember, dude, I still refer to Parallels as the new Discord show. <laughs> That's how old I am, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Totally, so, dude. Anyway, um... Yeah, I, I got, I gotta, I gotta run back and do some parenting stuff right now. That's so, all good, dude. Thank you so much for popping in, in hey, Red. We love you, you know, buddy. Oh, yeah, Thanks man. for coming on. Love you guys, Cheers, dude. And, good uh, to see you, buddy. Yes, sir. I'm gonna, let's Cheers, do this man. again. Absolutely, yeah, man. Dude. Anytime. You're always welcome, dude. I just wanted to, I just wanted to drop in, say, you know, happy second anniversary and hundredth episode. And uh, dude, Cheers. we, this is gonna go on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gonna keep right, going dude and, and thanks for being a part of it dude yeah oh thank you for having me man well yeah. we will talk to you right hey, on ed. cheers right, bro. man cheers hell yeah ed. Fuck yeah i was yeah, just gonna dude. say uh, a while back uh about an ontogeny uh when you guys did several dates on our uh 2012 reunion tour i mean fuck dude you guys blew us away every night Literally every time, every one of those shows that we played with you guys, we were like, why the fuck didn't we bring them on this entire tour? Like, the entire tour. Yeah. Mm -hmm, we, mm -hmm. dude, I really, I really regret. felt that way too. Thank, like, Thank you so yep. much, man. Seeing you guys play every night was like, or every night that we were on it, because I think we were only on like five or four, four or five shows of that. But right. seeing you guys play was just like, man, I got to practice more. Man. Well, it's the same thing. I mean. <laughs> Yeah. dude we would just sit there you know like me and oleg and um uh who else me oleg and somebody else would just like stand there at all the shows that we played with you guys and like just sitting back and just watch you play primarily just going what the f who how the fuck you dude, come up with that shit dude, dude remember the first show at winners and then ontogeny goes on and we're like oh shit yeah, we, got, yeah. we gotta be fucking on our shit and then uh, and then fucking archaic would come up yeah cannibal yeah. and they just yeah. fucking murdered and were these older dudes like oh shit dude we're we're getting ourselves into some shit but it made us stay on our toes you yeah know? yeah as a matter of fact i kind of i kind of you know blame you for the you know the beginning there set the <laughs> set the bar nate oh right so right. set the bar for me so that whole tour every night i was like not drinking after 7 p.m warming okay. up going for like 20 30 minute jogs before we go on so i could get good and warm stretching i was like fuck i have to like play better than i've ever played now thank you yeah. Dude, thank you so much for the compliments. I don't even know how to react to that other than uh, be like, you're all like, inspiring musicians. <laughs> you're supposed to be like, I know. 
that's really what it is is like i can't believe it like i've always looked up to you guys as musicians so being able to play was just awesome with you guys you know and here you know hearing that you enjoyed our set man thank you so much yeah i just i I just i don't know if like again i just wanted you to know because i don't know if any of us ever actually told you uh that we we had talked about many times like why the fuck didn't we have you guys come on tour i always tell nate Nate, Nate gets so many compliments from me. He probably is over it. Okay, dude. good. You know, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> just like, just like where, just like where, and I'm where's number one fan. I, I nobody knows what the fuck that is. <laughs> you well, gotta know. We're, we're probably still playing opening shows at Winners anytime. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be there, dude. And I'll be front row fucking headbanging the whole fucking time, dude. Because yeah, it, it is a great experience. And and also you as a guitar player, Nate, uh I, I think that everybody needs to hear that shit. And same thing with Keith, dude. Keith is a drummer that really, really like excites me because he has this this Keith style that that I don't see in any other player, you know. And I, I realize why you stuck with him for so long because of his ability and his unique aspects to his instrument. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't make this project without Keith. To be honest, Keith is like the, he's what keeps me going making it. It's so fun playing with him because he's, and I, 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 that's what music is, right? It's finding people that inspire you to keep going, and especially in the, the old age of playing, man. You know, if you're, <laughs> If you're just stagnant, uh, you get bored. But playing with Keith makes me want to practice more. Seeing you guys play shows makes me want to practice more. Getting new albums you guys release makes me want to practice. That's, that's the whole the, point, dude. Yeah. So, it's, mean, it's actually nice to hear you guys talking about this. Like, uh, you guys have toured together and stuff. And, and the fact that you guys actually sat and watched each other is, uh, I think, is paramount to getting better and learning more and things of this sort. I used to do the same thing uh, when we were on t- any tour. I would watch. There were certain bands that I would watch every night. Like Gorguts was one I'd watch every fucking night. Oh, you know, yeah. It's just like, it, how could you not? Schooled. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're, literally, you're being schooled. And if you're if you miss that opportunity as a musician, as a music fan, as, you know, like it, that's that's an opportunity you'll never fucking get back. <laughs> yeah, so absolutely. Like see these bands, like you know, I'm, I'm not gonna name the bands and shit, but I, there were plenty of bands that I've that that I've been on tour with that fucking never came out never watch a band and I, I used to say to myself like you talk about being stagnant and shit and and i mean at some point you're you're not you're not opening your mind to anything else but the the blinders you've got on for yourself and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i never understood that mentality i, I for me you have mm-hmm. that opportunity it's something that most people never have is that opportunity to sit and watch fucking gifted musicians, brilliant people play and learn from those experiences? I, I mean, that's a that's a fucking total lost opportunity for I think too many people. It's it's hard to progress when you don't have reference points along the way of, of to remind yeah, you of what you you have done and what you should be doing. And, totally. And there are it doesn't matter what level that band is, you're going to come across a group of dudes that that really are are into their shit and they play it to a t and and they have this unique aspect to them and and then it's always gonna if you're above them below them on the bill whatever it's gonna if you're humble and you understand what it takes to get to a certain level then you're gonna 
open yourself to be reminded that here's here's the things that I need to work on as a musician. Here's the things that I know I can do, and and just being yeah, being able to accept, uh, you know, seeing other people in their journey, and and just know that we're never gonna get as good as we want to be. We're never gonna get there. And that's actually beautiful, guys. That's beautiful because we know that 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 is the end goal, and we're never going to reach the end goal, so we're never going to stop. Keep going. That's it. Yeah, yeah. keep going. I yeah. agree with that. And and well, you, you uh, go for it, Mike. I was just going to say. I mean, if you get complacent with your, if you're like satisfied with what you're doing, and you get complacent with it, and there, there's like no, there's no growth there. You know, there's no. Mm -mm, mm -mm. It's like imagine let's being back in like 1900 saying oh we've invented everything that's gonna fucking be invented <laughs> we're cool we're fine we're, we've made it and then what else could there be well airplanes and fucking everything else you know right dude iphones and fucking ipad that actually doesn't really help society much but i know what you're saying dude it's like how are you gonna cap something that continues to grow you know you can't cap it off, dude. It's going to eventually blow over. <clears throat> Unless Absolutely. everybody decides we're just going to stop and be lazy. But that's not the human mentality. The human mentality... We, we, I, I mentioned homeostasis before, but actually the human mind resents homeostasis. And that's... If, if you the have... of life. <clears throat> yeah. We don't like to be stagnant. Our, our bodies physically like to be stagnant, or but our brains want to constantly expand. Stimulation. Yeah, because if you don't, you're gonna you could just get into that lazy rut, and then you end up being depressed and not contributing to society at all. But this, like having something that we're involved in, which is the underground metal scene, we have different goals than most aspects of the music industry because we're not in it for the money yeah. the money is like the main thing for most popular styles of music but and it we're, shows musically it shows <laughs> right right we're in it to make art guys and we like to, we like to just represent ourselves best to our ability at the t at that time in our lives and to be able to sit with you guys and and look at your your output all of you have truly represent yes you yes you gilbert <laughs> have truly you know showed that that is the case in the underground metal scene dude it's not we're we're artists and yes there's ego involved obviously because we want to represent ourselves and all that stuff but really it's 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 contributing to this gigantic thing that we love so much and and all your contributions are something that everybody needs to know about if they don't know about it they need to fucking get digging dude i i always say get your hands dirty and just dig deeper dude because you're gonna find a mike de salva you're gonna find a nate you're gonna find a mike you're gonna find a troy and and those those are like baton passes to get you to the next stage of of what kind of art you're you're trying to what up diego's back dude what up? Back in action. 
uh, mid sentence, I'm like, oh wait, we got another window. Right. Oh nope, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the whiz is back, dude. He 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 disappeared and he reappeared, dude. Like a wizard. Oh man, yeah, again, like driving around trying to take care of anybody and everybody when you've got to take care of yourself. You Your know? daddy, your daddy, oh, dude. Holy smoke, yeah. Gnarly sounds like, you know what? I got to bounce for a couple of minutes. Get me out of here for a minute. And, you know, get some musica, energia de musica. So fucking, you know, the vibration goes. Yeah. That's what's up, dude. Oh, yeah. Fucking crazy, man. So, 100th episode, huh? Yeah, dude. That's pretty wild, oh, right? Yeah, man. man. Who would have thought? I don't even remember what your. I don't remember what your episode. Your episode was what three, four, the first. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. The first. And then you the came on for Casey's Diego. birthday. You came on for yeah. Casey's birthday. Yeah. yeah. What, was, uh, what was number one? Who was on number one? Deeds. Yeah. Yeah. Deeds, decrepit, disgorge. Yeah. Yeah. It went deeds decrepit, and then Discord like we were like, just scheduling it out, but we did, yeah. So we did severed was three, and then discord was four, yeah. and then we did. So from number one to to number a hundred, like I, are yeah. you? I mean, Name them all right now. Like a, well, like, is it like from like like you said, like from the 1900s to now? Is it like uh, like one of those? Kind of things? You saying like how we feel while we're doing? Yeah. The how do you feel? Uh, yeah. yeah. Personally, doing doing this, I mean, you feel like way far along from where you started from? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, in a sense, definitely. Sure. I feel it's much easier. Like I don't get um I don't get nervous. Yeah. Before shows anymore. Yeah. Back in those days, I would definitely, you know, be a little nervous before we started. We weren't doing live then. So that actually once then we kicked it into the live thing for a little bit with Zoom and YouTube and all that. That was another point. But the, like those kinds of things need to happen in order to ch you're checking yourself. All right. Are, are we are we going to stay coasting along at this level or are we going to? start adding more challenges you know step outside your comfort zone and yeah yeah what you got there Mike? that's what's up what are you sipping <laughs> on oh nice one oh Basil Hayden. Hayden. hell yeah dude. It's, it's so great whiskey. good yeah, great good great so whiskey. good love it i just want to hold <laughs> <laughs> i agree dude basil hayden's great <laughs> um so eagles i think it's it, got a good flavor i like it it's very smooth Eagle's Dude, Nest is in that same realm. Eagle's Nest. I have not tried that, but I go to Total Wine and they have just Dude, about everything. Dude, hit it up. So That's I'll, actually I'll from uh, Eagle's Nest is uh, like the more higher shelf version of uh, Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace is the oldest whiskey in the I've United had that. States. Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo, Trace, Buffalo Trace was actually started like two years before the... Uh, Athos and McCoy's? Pro before prohibition. Two years before prohibition, I think that's what it was, dude. Let's see, somebody else was making too much money, dude, and they had to get loose. Yeah. <laughs> well, fucking <laughs> little yeah. cutthroat. Right, get our fingers in there and get a percentage right now. You guys <laughs> ever heard of uh Rip Van Winkles? Uh-uh. Mm-mm. 
That's opposed to, uh, I don't know, somewhere on like the $200 bottle range. Or two mm. to three, two to four, I guess. That's why I haven't yeah. heard of it, dude. I ain't going to yeah. yeah. My buddy's always talking about it. And like, you know, I, I like whiskey, too. I don't know. They were going there. Yeah. I mean, dude, that sounds like a cocktail would cost 50 bucks or some shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It's, it's probably still going to have some kind of bite and taste like some kind of grain. You know? If I ever have a rich friend that has it, I will more than happily drink it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm totally yeah. down to try something like that. I'm just not down to pay 200 bucks for a fucking bottle. Oh, of that's crazy, yeah. dude. Oh, you guys didn't hear it yet. Sorry to spoil it for the Cali guys, you know, but like on the 200th episode, they're going to hook it up, dude, and send us <laughs> off virtually. <laughs> it's going to be sick. Uh, maybe in two years we would have enough money for that, dude. Yeah, if I, if I had that, if I had that bar in my house, dude, I'd be like, all right, here's a cap full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Endorsed by a unique leader. Oh, here's your shot. What were we just talking about? I forget what we were just talking about. It's one of the ones where you show everyone the expensive bottle, but you give them shots of wild turkey or something. After. Right, dude. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you buy, buy a lot of bottle and fill it up. Bucks. <laughs> Man, buy, yeah. buy the expensive bottle, drink it all to yourself, and then just fill it back up with Kirkland whiskey, dude. Yeah. Oh, it's sort of at, at the end of the night when everybody's palate is already fucking toasted. Five bucks ahead to smell the cork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That'll tell you if you like it or not, huh? Right, yeah. You ever heard you ever heard of uh just sniffing the fumes for a certain amount of time actually does get you drunk for a few minutes? Dude, I be- I believe it a thousand percent. Straight the, up. What is it, the necrotic disgorgement guys? Uh is it Ben? I think that you know he's got some pretty good homemade uh, moonshine, man. Yeah. And then Bro, it's Definitely like it tastes man. just like grape Kool-Aid or apple pie or even just Whoa. regular. Yeah, like five jars, dude. Just I had one little mellow sip, and then all the fumes, my eyebrows kind of shriveled up, my eyelashes started curling, and then the second one, I had a little bit more because it, it was smoother than I thought, you know. And then next thing you know, fucking, like, I started feeling the little started getting warm, and I had to play like. You know, within a couple hours, so that put a stop to it real quick. <laughs> so good. And then, of course, after you know, after I play, I'm like, "Hey, bro, you got any more of that left?" He's like, uh, "Sorry, all gone." So, at least I got to try it. But it would have been nice to see what kind of buzz the stuff gave you, you know, because they all give you different buzzes, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was smooth though. Moonshine is not always fire water. Sometimes it's. Oh, I've had a moonshine that was fucking smooth and delicious. Totally. Awful, but, and it came in a fucking like peanut butter jar or some shit. Yep. So good. <laughs> Throw it on some ice cream, huh? <laughs> well, they got that moonshine shit with the, uh, it's blueberries or strawberries. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Shit yeah. Fucking wasted. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when you just, when you ring. just want to. Oh, you just want a little bit of love, just get the cherry and That's you it. Know, <laughs> half a shot at a time. <laughs> what, what like, you been drinking? No, I've been eating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, my nerves are a little bit calmed down and the blood's a little thinner, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not so so much scared of moonshine as I am Everclear. That that was one time where I was like, I'm we're losing control. Well, Everclear yeah. was responsible for us potentially the darkest getting day. kicked the off the only day. show in New Orleans. Yeah. 
We, the, we only, got, the only show that was almost canceled was 100% because of Everclear. Before the show even started. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And not canceled because bands didn't make it. Canceled because bands were hammered and getting kicked out of the club. <laughs> we, were, we were showing up, not even sound check yet, and they're like, do we need to shut this down right now? Well, yeah. So, so if, for those that don't know, because I don't think we've ever actually told the story. We're in, in New Orleans in 2012. And the air was so thick, you it felt like you were swimming. Yeah, you could, <laughs> you could and, shoot the air. Yeah, and these motherfuckers yeah. got up at like 11 in the morning and were drinking Everclear all day. <laughs> I get to the club at, I don't know, 4 o'clock, and the owner of the club is screaming. I see Troy, and I see fucking Jared from Archaic. And yeah. I think that was just the two of them. And the owner, the chick is screaming at him how she's going to cancel the show, blah, blah, blah. Apparently, Archaic's bassist at the time, Ivan, had gone behind the bar, Chupacabra, poured himself a drink, and then smacked the bartender in the ass, the girl, which they don't like, by the way. If anybody's thinking about doing that shit, it doesn't go over well. Yeah, so, do it after you play. Yeah, exactly. He got <laughs> he got socked in the face and carried out by fucking security as I was walking in. And... Yay! And then, oh, Sylvester is in the house, dude. What's up, yeah. What's happening? Hesh is fucking looking good, Mr. Longhair. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Oh, hey, yeah. You got a little uh, salt with that pepper or what, dude? <laughs> uh, they know, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we like it spicy. Look at you, Kings, just holding court in here, dude. Fucking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. All hey, man, right. The grasshopper eventually shows up, my friend. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, I'm here to fucking party for a little bit. Let's go. Nice, What's dude. good, guys? Yeah, I was listening a little bit on the way home. So we're we're just talking about the crazy aspects of being in New Orleans on tour and and Everclear. losing control and drinking Everclear. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So to fin finish it really quick, our our uh, driver slash merch guy slash roadie James. Shout out uh, James. Love James. You, James. He he was wearing booty shorts that said mm -hmm. who dat across the ass. <laughs> he had like a pink tank top on and he, he's like five, six and like stocky as fuck beard. Uh, he was wearing a sachet, like a, a Miss Universe sachet. Yeah. He, had the, he had the beads Love like it. he'd been showing his titties to everybody. <laughs> and, and what else did he have in his get up? Oh, and his thing was he would he would do like calisthenics, like stretches and shit. And every time his balls would pop out of the booty shorts. <laughs> so he'd do like, he'd put his but hands he on be his doing head. it for like traffic. <laughs> traffic would be driving by and he's just doing yeah. it for the drivers that are going by for him. Right, right. So I walk into the club and I, I, again, I see the fucking owner screaming at Troy, my drummer and the singer for Archaic. Ivan is being carried out of the club crying and his face is already. He's like, he punched me. He punched me. <laughs> And then fucking, <laughs> and then James, as the woman is screaming at Troy, claim, or uh, uh, threatening to to shut the show down, she mm -hmm. stops mid sentence and she points at James. And goes, and what the fuck is with the guy in the booty shorts, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it just became comedy. That was fucking comedy gold right there. So yeah. that was you saved the day. And then even fast forward to the end of that night, dude, when we're loading out and oh, that dude, fuck that guy fucking pulled a gun on us, dude. 
so well, what? It, 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 right. yeah it was crazy anybody so, who's been to new orleans knows that the streets are half very as narrow wide as they can be or should be oh uh, yeah and we had our fucking van parked right out back or right out front of the club so we can unload and it was blocking traffic and some dude some some old black dude who looked like he was like 65 70 he was about six five or taller he was tall as fuck <laughs> He's fucking honking his horn. Murray's like, shut the fuck up. And fucking this dude gets out of his car and Murray gets up to his face. And, uh, and then the, the dude's dude, like, get your fucking car out of the fucking way. Blah, blah. Yeah. Murray's like, what's up, dude? Fucking blah, blah, blah. And fucking, this guy goes around to his trunk, opens his trunk, pulls out a bag that says police in giant oh. letters across the bag, yeah. pulls out a fucking gun gets on his cell phone and goes fuck I he's talking I'm to being somebody surrounded. Like, yeah i'm, being I'm surrounded by a bunch of white dudes and i'm probably going to have to use excessive force <laughs> that's what he fucking said yeah at, at, at that point that's when we all grabbed murray and fucking picked him up out of the way and right, got the bus yeah. out or the van out of the way so he could drive by but yeah got up on the yeah. sidewalk or something huh yeah, yeah it, and it was fucking pouring at rain that time while dude, it was like 110 so degrees it's like yeah. 2 a.m and and the whole day that we've just talked about happened and i'm just like fuck dude this is true voodoo guys like <laughs> we really got we caught the voodoo coming to yeah. Nola, dude I it was, was better than the better than the vid bro yeah <laughs> that's the only time i've ever had a like a gun pulled on us at a show yeah up to oh, that no. point up to that point never Vegas had this was the wildest weekend for me no dude nola takes the cake dude, dude you're, that... you're gonna get some serious uh, james got fucking uh swindled by a blind uh uh what are the guys in the streets that do shit he was blind and and James gave him 20 bucks. And then I see the guy go down and do the same spiel to like the next. And I'm like, that dude probably makes fucking hundreds of dollars walking up and down Bourbon Street, dude. Yeah. I guess that Rip Van Winkle bourbon at the end of the day, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Professor, what up, dude? How are you, bro? I just, uh, I'm good. I just got off from teaching, you know. Yeah. Game of Thrones theme song is is big hit these days back at the music school. Is it really? Exactly. That one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, a well composed song. Yeah, it's a good song. Do um, they use that for the new song, the new show too? Yeah, they kept yeah, they it. Do. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's the same song. I don't have HBO Max right now, so I haven't seen the new one. It's pretty sick. <laughs> The it's music is sick, as yeah. good as Game of Thrones, but the titties aren't. There's like a fucking. <laughs> it's like I know, band titties. The last so we, episode off to a weird start, it. yeah. But it's I'm used to titties and dragons, and we got dragons out the ass. No, but titties. yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Just tone it down on the dragons, guys. Let's bring back some titties. They're telling one of the rings uh, shit that they they put out. That is fucking <laughs> terrible. Which one the is that? the is last episode? Oh, the Lord of the Rings it's one. Bad. I know it's so bad, dude. Hey, I, know. The, I couldn't even get through three. I, I got through three episodes. The very last episode shows the creation of Mordor, and that was pretty cool. I'll give okay. him that. Okay. I'll okay. give him that. Yeah, I'm yeah, with Gilbert. Yeah. And the the third one was the worst, and I was like, dude, oh, this is terrible. Dude. But 
it started to climb back out a little bit after that yeah. and now it's finally good again but yeah i hate it dude. third hopefully episode they, i was like fuck this bullshit hopefully oh, they keep so the momentum that they fucking started with Happened the last out, episode because yeah. it, it, it was actually pretty good it redeemed all the other ones when they finally got out of Numenority, that was just like a dead end, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. Numenor, like, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> yeah, fucking shoot me. <laughs> that was just awful. Get that guy back from fucking uh, from New Orleans. Fucking... <laughs> yeah. yeah, make some shit happen, huh? Who dat? Uh, who dat? Yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. Mike Gilbert, did you play that show at Broadway Studios in San Francisco with Severed Savior? Because that, that was another, it was Deeds of Flesh, Severed Savior, Soul Asunder, and a gun got pulled out at that show, too. I, I heard like, about that. I don't know if I was at that show. I don't oh, remember. Okay. So was that Troy? Was that? You're talking about your... the pound? At the pound? No, it was at Broadway Studios on Broadway. We were talking about another Deeds of Flesh show that another gun got pulled out on. Dude, every time I thought Deeds of Flesh, something violent happened. There was the <laughs> knife at a show. There was the punching of Jacoby on the stage. And the I heard about well, that. We were there. We played that show, yeah. So that was Wild, three times dude. the deep hmm. So it was a bad train of. Uh, and where was where was that? What, what was Broadway the venue? Well, I was, was at that show. What, what was the show that was that, that it was, was called like a, Broadway Studios, and it was on Broadway Street. You mean it was off off Broadway or on Broadway? Yeah, it was it was right across the street Broadway. from the Stone. No, oh, dude, that's okay. where my posse is. What? My, posse, my posse's on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> my posse's on Broadway. Was it? <laughs> was it? Uh, no, no. Was it? Was, it was that the birthday party show thing that Severed opened for? That D's? was. Yes. Yeah. 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 I was, yeah, I was there day. too, yeah. and David and I were there. That was in 2004. Yes. Right after that I was, was our there. first show back moved from, up there. I've talked the about it before. There was a wait. There was a violent moment that night. Yeah. Was I a, wasn't even there. What, what there was a gun at that show as well. What really? Yeah, and I was there like was a fight at that show as well, uh, where the singer what of Soul Center Micah got into a fight at that show as well. People need to chill Jeez. out, dude. Yeah, yeah. dude like, <laughs> I don't. Shout out to Murray, by the way, on that tour for, <laughs> for sticking up for uh, sticking up for you guys and getting the gun pulled out. That's pretty sick. <laughs> Murdoch's always got our back, dude. There's been multiple dude, yeah. times where I'm like, "Yo, it's it's really sick to have Murdoch in your corner, dude, because he'll fucking, <laughs> yeah. oh, he'll, fucking yeah. he'll he flex on eight, anybody, dude. Get a six foot eight fucking cop pull a gun on him, and he didn't give a fuck, he and he like, laughed oh. in his face. Yeah, dude. basically. Dude, yeah, Mur <laughs> Murray is. A, a, you'd walk into the pound and see Murray standing right in the middle, and you go, "All right, everything's okay, Murray." <laughs> <laughs> The real bouncer, straight up, dude. Oh, the actual bouncer. No, Cheers to her dog, dude. I, I remember we played shows. Was not coughing up cash. I think at a couple of those shows, and I just remember <laughs> Murray right away going, "Am I roughing him up or what?" No, it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it comes a time, <laughs> right? Uh, been take him to it. Take him to his ATM, bro. They can yeah. show you ain't got no money. Yeah, you bet your ass, man. <laughs> Go get your father. We'll go fucking to the ATM together, you fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's brutal, oh, dude. We've act actually had a few of those with uh, promoters and shit. Oh, yeah. Where, oh, yeah. Where oh, yeah actually, Hamilton, he had to get a little frisky with a promoter because he basically made that dude his that dude's mom write us a check, dude. <laughs> 
Fucking right, man. Hey, whatever yeah. it takes. Uh, it's fucking uh, pay. Gonna pay. Pay up. Right. Dude, that yeah. mom was so pissed off, dude. She was <laughs> <so> <laughs> 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 My goodness. You like waking her up? She comes out with curls and shit. <laughs> 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 Signing checks. How many? I, have to write a check. I was Why talking all my. I was, I was on a three-way call with two of my girlfriends, and you made me come out and do this. <laughs> How many moms do you think have had to write checks for like their son's metal bands? Like, so oh, it's, it's probably way more than people would think. So yeah, many. yeah. Um, uh, well, that's the like the pay-to-play thing. I'm sure that yeah. is what that. A lot of that is you pay to play. Or well, if you can't come up with the money, maybe parents will come in. You know. Which yeah. gives them the opportunity. As a parent, I could see, okay, if I got the cash, he's out here doing something, you know, he's not in getting into trouble. He's out here trying to be a performer and all that shit. I'll 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 entertain that situation for a little bit, you know. Well it's, you go from <laughs> soccer mom to rocker mom, dude. <laughs> oh shit, dude. Oh that's my perfect. god. That was so good, yeah. dude. That's why you're good. They sell Dude. stickers or the 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 S and the fucking second C crossed out to make it a rocker mob. No they have the stickers way. at the school. Yeah, That's for sure. Fucking rad, dude. <laughs> wow. I back and, that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say there's a lot less kids starting garage bands at their in their literal garages and a lot more kids going to these rock schools and like it kind of is cool in some ways, but I kind of miss what I got to have. I'm like, I wish that my students were actually getting something other than what I'm literally providing them. I'm like, you should be doing this yeah. by yourselves with nah, your totally. friends, you know? Hey, man, it's, it takes yeah. a coach to do that. And fucking, if you're coaching them, that's fucking, you know, they, if they don't know, you know, and, and you're in that position to let them know, that's yeah. good. good for you. Well, the main thing is it's good for the fucking neighbors to not have a garage <laughs> pissing everybody off. It's like cool that it's somewhere. Yeah. You know, like that, but it's crazy. Our school's like fucking uh what do they call it? Closed it's closed access. Like we we have to closed let campus. everyone in closed campus now. And we all had training and shit and everyone's on fucking edge right now. It's been pretty gnarly. So I wish so, the yeah. kids felt a little more safe and free and everything. But uh right. it's still so like shout they, out you get the, the you get the kids. Know. You get the kids in and then you have to lock it down basically while everybody's it's in just there. the door just it, it just like lock it after everyone comes in yeah it's just always locked yeah. and we can see hey. in. we can see out but they can't see in so we just get everyone like coming up like what's going on like Whoa. we're just like hi they don't know we can see them <laughs> hey guys uh just real quick i want to shout out we're getting raided again and i i just oh, thank yeah. you so much i don't know how this works joel's gone tonight so i'm like the substitute who raided us bro joel's the joel's the it guy uh oh uh, he uh, bounced us we're getting rated just the thanks, guys. I don't know. Hell yeah. you, <laughs> it, you? it doesn't tell you. You could like yeah. all this. I'm trying oh, to dude. do the chat and everything. And dude, it's Max. Like, I can't do it all. I think it says so on Shout Twitch. Max. Oh, yeah. don't always oh shit. What's the there he yeah, is. Max. <laughs> that was Max. Yay. Awesomeness. Oh, Joshua Travis rated too. Uh, we're here it was me. Feedback on I rated you. Oh, uh, you, you're awesome. Hell yeah, dude. Thanks, Max. I don't know if you guys saw the raid from earlier. I tried to kind of help bring Joshua Travis over. There. Oh, sweet, dude. Thanks, so dude. JT? Yeah, I, 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 Joel, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but Joel, like, usually does that. So 
I'm sorry like, if I missed it. Sorry, Joshua. <laughs> for not giving you the it shout out the, earlier, but thank wasn't you intentional. so much. Yeah, yeah, he was totally. super shot. His chat made him play one of his hardest songs three times in a row. So. Oh, damn. <laughs> Crazy. Like the song that he hates to play. It's kind of funny. Wow. So this is Max Seaman from Anomalous Fame, Twitch Fame. What up, y'all? Phenomenal up, guitarist. How's it going? Fuck you. What's that? I, uh, I am honored to be here. Yes, dude. Oh, quite, quite I wanted the, to be here uh, with you, dude. The star-studded cast up here. <laughs> totally, dude. I mean, we 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 could have asked, you know, so many people, but I was like, there's certain people that made an impact on me personally throughout. Certain this. people that'll say yes to coming on here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right exactly. now, dude. I, I'm actually very stoked in and being able to say that everybody I asked, maybe eighty percent, said yes. That's awesome. You know, another twenty percent, dude. Where's Joel? Joel's, he, I know he's at a show right now. Okay, we don't need out. Joel. It's fine. He had priorities. Yeah. We, need him. We, we do need him. I hey, guys, him. let's welcome Paul oh, to the podcast. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> now we're maxed out 10, Anthony. but it's a wonderful Hey, Paul. How are maximum. you, bro? I'm good, man. How are you guys? How's the anniversary going dude, on? Dude, we're partying. Uh, right right fun. Dude. We're having a great time. We dude. are chilling. That's awesome, man. That's a, that's a milestone. I know, dude. It feels great to be at this point and especially to not know that we would have ever gotten here and, and right now being able to talk to all of you guys at the same time. It's it's really <laughs> truly a a blessing for what we've done, you know. Totally, so I, I I feel very good right now with all of your guys' company and and this is a great celebration, guys. Cheers. Cheers exactly. to you guys, cheers to us. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Love all you guys. Yeah. All right. But we're driving, so we're let's, good. Let's go around the horn real quick, just so you Cheers. know. Also, right next to you, if you you see it the same way I do, right? He says it, sees it the same way I do, right, Casey? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So me in the left corner, right next to me is Mike DeSalvo. Yeah. He was with Cryptopsy. He's in Coma Cluster Void. Dude, a great vocalist. Come That's on. Mike DeSalvo. Yeah. Yeah. On your other side, you got Diego from Disgorge, a fucking the most brutal California death metal band that's ever nice. been created. Diego's what in up the What's up, bro? <laughs> and, then you got, and then you got Joseph on the other end. Joseph, you weren't on. You weren't on the episode with him, huh? So he's actually the, uh, the fourth host of the show too. Joseph, the AKA the Professor, he is yeah. our. He's our guy too. Yeah. Down in, Underneath me is Nate from Montagini. That is a super homie, Bay Area legend in my oh, mind for sure. You're the best, Paul. Right on, brother. And right oh. next to him is Max Seaman. They used to be in a band called Anomalous. Now they're doing their own thing. Max is doing are. his. Oh, hey, is Anomalous coming back, guys? Oh, shit. All right, that's really exciting, guys. That is super exciting. Another anomaly. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. Max is a super shredder, dude. This guy, he he he'll you put a Holdsworth song on, he'll fucking freestyle shred over it the whole fucking time. I love dude. that you're holding your guitar. Are you jamming right now? I actually was just streaming on Twitch and I tried to gather a group together to oh awesome. Death. 
I just haven't taken it off yet, but I see Mike Gilbert over there holding his guitar. Right <laughs> <laughs> I want to grab my guitar too. There you go. Yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 Come on, Nate. Look, yeah, Max is Max is oh, Max is literally one of those guys where you you put on anything that guy can shred over it all. Dude, That's I, sick. I, I love that I'll fake it till I make it. I'll trick. Then you. of course you know the man in the middle oh, at the bottom, sweet. Casey Howard. What up? Nice. And then household, household name. And then yeah. to, to the right of him is Troy Fullerton. He is the drummer of my other band, Severed Savior. Oh, nice. Uh, fucking super so sick far. drummer dude that man and then yeah. gilbert dude i really i'm i'm so glad that i can introduce you guys right now dude mike gilbert from severed savior the band that i was just talking about paul gilbert dude and paul masvidal you're you're fucking <laughs> I, I, paul I, gilbert, dude. I, 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 that was a freudian that was, it was paul, freudian, paul right? masvidal mixed with mike yeah. gilbert equals paul yeah, gilbert right? <laughs> Now he looks like a Gilbert with a mustache, dude. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Gilbert is actually, I'll, I'll say Gilbert's the reason why I fell in love with Cynic back in the day. Oh, oh. He is the reason. Yeah, best of all. Paul, I Paul. have uh, oh, no, Go, Diego. It's fine. Go ahead. No, it's cool. It's cool. I was tagging on to Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gilbert. Uh, Paul, from Paul, I've, for um, us on to Anthony. Paul, I've been a disciple <laughs> since '93. Just so you know. Oh, right. And I, I currently sure. play uh, regularly, like every stream. Bale of Maya, Sentiment. I'm about to wave to, including both solos, uh, yours and Jason's solos. Uh, how could I? I play the unknown guest. Um, yeah, you've been uh, one of my primary uh, influences since 1993, and uh, thank you very much. Yeah, Shredder for, for sure, man. Oh, Legendary, yeah. man. Legendary. Yes, sir. <laughs> Seen you guys with Cannibal <laughs> in San Diego. I saw them with Cannibal, too. Yeah, super good, yeah. huh? Life-changing. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, that was rad. You were it's in death, bro. Death. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's uh you guys are, are complimenting him so much that he can't it, his vocals aren't even coming through when he responds <laughs> it's like it's just how it works but it's like so sick he deserves it and it's so fun this is so fucking badass okay well hey guys i got a i'm playing vegas with cephalotropsy tomorrow so i got to go i gotta you know everything off. i freaking do you guys know how you wrote coming on it was we great you, man. seeing you oh, Love you guys. Yeah, nice to see the OGs on here too, man. You guys fucking paved the way for us for sure. Yep. Hell yeah. yeah. All right, bro. Good to see you. Yeah, I'll see you in Colombia, Professor. Hell yeah, dude. I yeah. got my passport right, tomorrow. Yeah. Passport hey, appointment. Do those stretches. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. All right. Love you guys. Love you, love you too, too, everybody. Yeah, man. I, told him I got a bounce too. I got to work at six in the morning, so. Oh, oh, dude, dude. Mike, thank you so much, dude. Yeah, Mike, to Mike. I just wanted to say, Mike DeSalvo, you're part of the best era of cryptopsy. It changed oh, Roger you. that. So you guys oh, at the Great yeah. American Music Hall in San Francisco in like 2002. Oh, yeah. Freaking. So good, dude. And then you oh, yeah, that's a place that was by the water or something? Is that? Uh... Uh, no, the Great American Music Hall was like kind of downtown-ish. Isn't that on Broadway? It's possibly. I don't remember. But... <laughs> it was. Yeah. I played. I was on that tour. It was the End Then You'll Beg tour. Huh. It's like I remember that there was a place called Crocodiles or something. Uh, in Club San Carpentry? Francisco? 
in San Fran. Yeah, I know. I know we played that place twice. We played a place that was this fucking huge joint down by the water or something. Huh. I, I don't remember that place per se. Ah, fuck. I mean, this <laughs> so long ago. Good, dude. Yeah. But uh, Whisper Supremacy and End Then You'll Beg are like the sickest goddamn albums. Of, like, people, people need to know. Like those still two, those two albums are people do know. Different. They do. Freaking yeah. emaciate one hell of a song, dude. Wait, hey, when emaciate started, like the first time everybody, it's one of those things. Like you know where you were what the first time you heard that shit. Yeah, and it was yeah. it was monumental. It was a uh, uh, yeah. a fucking holy shit. Who the <laughs> fuck are these guys? Yeah. That was amazing. Well, dude, Mike DeSalvo, dude, thank I you love guys. you. I love you so much, dude. Okay, Mike, thank you so great. much for spending time with us. Anthony, thank you so much, guys. Honestly, thank you oh, so yeah. much for having me on the show. And um, you know, it's um, it's it's I'm fucking super proud to be here. And you guys should be super proud of your hundred hundredth uh, episode. Uh, Thanks, so thank you guys. guys and uh, it was great hanging with you guys uh, all night, man. Awesome. Oh Always, yeah, dude. Always. We'll, we'll talk to you again, man. Yeah, yeah we'll talk to you sure. soon, dude. Yeah. Awesome. Later, thank you guys. Rock on, Mike. Yeah, dude. Later on, dude. So, Paul, dude, uh, now that you're in here, I want to talk to you a little bit about what your uh, SoCal experience has been like recently. Down in down in the real SoCal. Right. Yeah. I guess. I, what have you been up to? Because LA is, I guess, not well. LA SoCal, but it's not really, huh? It's not right. proper SoCal. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's where I've been most of my life, but. Um, <laughs> I, lo- I love it down here, man. I, you know, I'm, I'm down here at my brother's place and I've just been practicing a lot, just playing a Good, lot of guitar. Dude. Yeah. Playing and just arranging stuff for next year. Cause we're, we, you know, we're doing this 30th anniversary of focus stuff. Monumental nice. dude. Yeah. We're talking about two year anniversary of the show. Look at that dude. 30 year anniversary of focus guys. Who's playing yeah. second guitar? It's a it's a big one. So we're like doing we're gonna be touring the fucking whole world. Basically, who's playing second guitar with you? Mike was asking. It's uh, Max hmm. Phelps. Oh, nice. red! Hey, yes. yeah. Hell yeah! He's toured with us before. He's an yep. old friend and nice. stuff. And, and, yeah. and Brandon, Brandon's is awesome. a guest on this show as well. Oh yeah, he's yeah. great. Yeah, oh, yeah. Brandon's gonna um, play bass on it. So yeah, Brandon's toured oh, with us great. when we toured. It was Max and Brandon. BG, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, dude. shout out to Brandon. Oh, we love Brandon. Yeah. That's actually a guy that I wanted to get on tonight, but I forgot to message him. But sorry, Brandon, I love you, dude. You were a great, you were a great uh, guest Tragic. as well. But it got so chaotic with how many people were saying yes. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, how are we gonna do all this tonight? <laughs> this is great. This is perfect. Every uh, this has literally been perfect, dude. That's cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you guys had a lot of people come in and out tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Chill, not a yeah. good amount of people dude. yeah nice just you know we were representing uh our scene the beginning of the show and also a few of our favorites now that you're on it's one probably my all-time favorite episode guys i'm gonna be serious that, that literally <laughs> that episode, was so that amazing episode, that, you guys have done a hundred episodes in two years two years dude we've only missed four weeks wow yeah. Yeah, and even that. even when we say we missed four yeah. weeks, there's still side episodes that happened that we didn't call official episodes. So really, there's an episode probably for every week of the last two years of our That's show. insane. Wow, man. Yeah, Good dude. for you guys. Totally, dude. But 
I want to I want to get back into you. So you're saying you're getting ready for next year. Next year. Yeah. That sounds very exciting because I, I'd love to see Cynic again. Oh, man. yeah. You know, it's like a anniversary slash memorial kind of vibe, you know, mm -hmm. like obviously. So we're, you know, we're doing the shows and we're going to do the focus vibe and then and then bust out some other stuff. And it's going to be kind of a combination of like a memorial celebration of life and then like honoring the record, you know, because like mm -hmm. the thing I realize is, you know, these two homies that that died in 2020, they we didn't really have any public anything for them. You know, everything was just kind of low key. Yeah. And so it's kind of a way to bring the fans together and like honor them. We're going to probably have a little movie, like an intermission with a little movie on their life and shit and stuff. And okay. we're working out all this cool stuff to make it special, you know? Um, That's awesome, dude. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be cool. It's, I'm excited. It's like I haven't played this stuff, especially the focus stuff in fucking forever. And I'm like, you know, playing it again gets me like I feel excited, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, these are cool tunes. You know, it's like, right. It's like you kind of get the vibe going again. It's like, yeah, OK. Sure. You know, it's like a, it's bittersweet in a way, but it's um, it feels good to play this stuff. You know, I'm like finally getting to that point where I can actually execute the music and not be like, do you know what I mean? Like it's coming out where it yes. feels natural, you know, and I take, it's taken a while cause I haven't really played that much since we made Ascension codes. Like I just kind of put the guitar down. I was so fried yeah. and mm -hmm. I did this little playthrough thing. But other than that, like I haven't been actively playing and now to just kind of be totally in it. It's like, it feels good. It feels like I'm like, oh yeah, the music heals. You know, this is why I'm a musician. It totally it oh, for sure, dude. You know, and I was gonna, I was gonna say two things on that. One, um, I've already said it earlier, but distance makes the heart grow fonder. The classic, yeah, you know, saying where you you distance yourself from something that you love, it will recharge it but also to be an artist that um is 30 years down the road from material that you created and still be able to re-fall in love with that art it that is probably all of us everybody that's been on the show plus all the artists that we've talked to plus all the artists that we haven't that is like really what you would want as an artist to still have a connection with your your art even 30 years later you know yeah and focus sometimes yeah uh, and and yeah. the whole cynic catalog to me is stellar dude it oh, it, yeah. it all all each level of cynic has always um had its spot in in me personally with focus though i always hearken back to far uh, to far hearken back to farkin <laughs> <You're laughs> okay. sure. yes i've had plenty to drink tonight um <laughs> but focus is one of those things i told you on our episode you know how much i connected with i still connect with that album today and and being an artist who who 
never really can fully um, connect. I, I mean, I'm connected with everything that I've done, but I'm saying, you know how it is. We're always our own worst critic, all that stuff to get 30 years down the road and then replay your old stuff and say, Oh yeah, dude, this is, this feels good. Yeah. That is, that's the main thing that yeah, we're that's all looking thing, for. That's, that's the, the main thing we're all looking for, dude. Yeah. Like I'll tell you, if it didn't feel good, I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Like it's gotta, it's gotta feel like it's coming from the right place, you know? And it feels like that. I'm like, oh, fucking, this shit's cool and weird. <laughs> it's yeah, got dude. the vibes are right, and I. It's like even going because we remix focus, you know, and it's going to come out next year, right when these tours start. And That's I was sick, like, dude. and hearing that yeah. stuff, I'm like, you know, it's just kind of made me realize like all the stuff we did in focus, especially because the demos were more thrashy and punk and then the last the 91 demo was more death metal but then by focus we kind of had all the ingredients that became like the language for folk for cynic moving forward because mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you listen to any record and it's like all there in focus you know it's mm -hmm. like it's kind of we set sure. up this palette and it, you know? it was such a treat to um pay attention to you on your social media during that process too because we all got little snippets of what it was like in the studio remixing it and yeah. also, and then realizing, oh, yes, dude, this this remix will be the remix of all remixes. Oh, dude, I can't wait for you guys to hear it. It's so sick sounding. Nice. It's like rip your face off mixes, you know? It's just like the... It's just the drums, especially, you know, the low end is a huge thing because the way it yeah. was fixed and the, it had that, you know, and Scott Burns, I love him to death and he was awesome. And, but it had that kind of 90s sound, you know, there was no sub bass in any of his mixes. Yeah. Yeah. The there was no bass were, below like a hundred Hertz. Yeah, exactly. It was just, so now you feel like it's Sean in the room, you know, it's like the drums are just like really fat and real yeah. you know like the kicks are just like there's what's body the, what's like, the yeah, guy's name that, that you're working with to remix it what's his name uh, warren Riker. so he did traced uh, in air and uh and he, he did ascension codes as well and he's done a lot of records down stuff and just he's a working mixer he's really a busy guy he's great i tuned into one of your lives on instagram and um i remember you talking about you know how he is um basically doing unheard of things with the mix like yeah because it's it's all so see i'm i'm dummy i'm a dummy when it comes to uh talking about mixes and stuff but taking something from the early 90s and how solidified it was in in that version of recording and then yeah. him being able to crack the code and kind yeah. of find these things how how does that happen though like how do you I, take is it analog that you guys were recording in at the time it, yeah it was it was originally dumped from tapes to you know we had it digitized and we did that back in 2005 when roadrunner did a reissue of focus um like we kind of had everything put into dumped into like just turned into wave files and 
and then we had pro tool sessions and but yeah i mean warren i i spent he spent a lot of time just alone i mean i literally i knew i trust him i'm at a point with this guy where he knows the language i think of cynic and he knows like for example a record like focus it's like it's nothing's really featured right in the sense that everything's featured it's like it's not like this is the main guitar part and this is the main bass part it's like everybody's kind of on display and has to be kind of equally served you know and it's orchestrated yeah it's orchestrated yeah it's like a very and warren started really got a hold of that and it was it was interesting because for him having come from ascension codes he was like man this is like a cakewalk other than like because it's way way more simple focus is more just like two guitar parts drums and bass and then whatever key stuff we did it's more in your face you know it's not this like crazy super layered thing that like ascension codes is but it's it's enough to where he knew i think where he spent the most time was really getting that low end like like finding it and manufacturing it he had to kind of create it out of what he had from the drums and it was it was like that was where he spent the most time was just getting that whole the bottom kind of to sit because it wasn't there you know in the album the original mix so it was mm -hmm. like so i just gave him all the space he, he needed and i spent a lot of time in the like tracking room just like doing emails and talking to people and playing guitar <laughs> it wasn't really like you know like over his shoulder i like because i knew he needed he knew what he needed to do you know it was just like let him just and he got in there and, and like he would just i would come in the room once in a while and he'd play stuff and i was like there it is you know it was like yeah. which is a nice place to be where you have that kind of trust with a mixer you know where they just mm -hmm. they get oh, it yeah, dude. you know that, that's, yeah that's very hard to come by dude yeah. Was he was he a fan of of the album before he started remixing it? Yeah, he was. He because um, I think there's so many nuances and so you know it was yeah, always been one cool. of those albums where you every time you listen to it you can hear something new that you didn't hear before. Yeah, and that's one of the greatest things about that album mm -hmm. is that it's got such a, a, a replay value. You know, right? And so somebody who is a fan of, of it. Now. Yeah, yeah, I think there's even more like you're going to hear more details that you never heard like these kind of all these new little things emerging that were like wow i didn't i forgot about that you know <laughs> like because i hadn't haven't listened to the dry the raw tracks and now he yeah. mixes it's like so yeah it's just a lot more you know it's one of those things where i also said to him like we don't want to sterilize it with the eqing where because some of these records are so eq'd to the point where it's so separated with a lot of the technical stuff that it doesn't sound like a band anymore. It gets too like, everything's just perfectly like in its it sounds own. Sounds like MIDI music or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like trying to, so I kind of wanted to keep that edge because it really, the, that record is also four guys in a room, like playing their ass off, you know, there's real performances. So it was yeah. like, it straddles that line sure. of feeling like very, edgy and raw but also like crazy finesse eq and shit you know it's like yeah. it's it's good man yeah sorry, you guys are gonna be psyched it's i think it sounds amazing it's fucking huge i can't you know? wait dude can i yes. give like a oh, like yeah. a backwards compliment here i i didn't really realize who you were when you came on <laughs> i didn't know that 
Cynic was going to be on here. <laughs> and uh, I'm ashamed to say I probably have listened to the least amount of Cynic on the people that are on the screen. But the song Textures, man, back, back when searching for heavy music and finding all the stuff that's different than blues and Metallica and all that, that song opened my mind in a different way. Yeah. Along, you know, finding Holdsworth and Meshuga at the same time and hearing that song textures, I was like, the possibilities. Yeah. We, we don't have to follow anything. Like, I love yeah. listen to this. Holy That's crap. Cool. Do anything. That's that cool. song. That song is uh, pivotal for me. So Hell yeah, yeah, dude. That is definitely a song <laughs> that I've, I've listened to hundreds of times, dude. Oh, oh. Yeah. And just another thing. I saw you guys with Meshuga and the Faceless. Oh, nice. And, uh, bumping this shirt the whole time <laughs> oh awesome <laughs> yes dude. and that was the first time i saw or heard of uh was it timon the other guitar player at the time oh yeah timon timon yeah um, and his playing also blew me away and and the exvixius yeah and then nate, nate, nate over here wait over here showed me uh exivius uh, yeah exivius there you go i want to i added an extra syllable in there <laughs> that show was huge, actually, because I didn't get to see Cynic for or when I discovered Cynic in like '96 or something. So I didn't get to see Cynic live. So when Trace Denaire came out uh, and you toured for that album, it was like, yeah, I get to see it. The legends are back, you know? And yes, then, dude. It was such a good show, too. You played just the. the I that. shared that feeling so much, dude, when that That's happened. That's cool. Yeah, we were lucky. The first two tours we really did for for Trace Denier were Opeth in Europe and Meshuggah in in the U.S. So it was like good way to kind of get things going again, you know? Right. Was so was it the Between the Barrier to Me uh, tour that you guys did Vale and Maya from to front to back? Was yeah, that it, I think, or was it Meshuggah? Uh, no, or not Vale and Maya. I mean, focus. focus. What? I'm smoking. I'm just to back. <laughs> I think we did like because there was a Decibel Hall of Fame thing tour that we did when we released Retraced, and that's when we were doing like a lot of focus sets. Yeah, you know, you like, did, I I remember seeing you twice at Slim's, Mashuga and you guys in the Faceless, and then Between the Barrier to Me and you guys as well. I just can't I can't remember which one was the focus up front and then after that was some traced in air. Yeah. Re retraced stuff. You did some retraced stuff, which yeah. is really cool. It was probably the, the the BT BAM one, I think. And you also got me to do yoga too. We were all doing oh, yoga yeah. in the in That's the crowd. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I you know, I met Brandon on that tour, you know. That's like when we became friends and stuff and Super all the cool, dude. faceless guys, yeah. It that was, was also awesome. great seeing you on the death death to all tour too yeah oh yeah i saw Sugar coming back out here right mm -hmm. i just saw them two days ago in san where francisco. in san francisco they were you know oh. they're mashuga they're the best you know, so wait are they gonna 33 <laughs> shit did i miss them i don't think they were playing sd but they were playing la weren't they yeah i think that's I'd tomorrow night right around san francisco so if they is it tomorrow? Game. Shit. You've got time. <laughs> You've got time. Return of Frederick Thordendahl, too. So that was, you know, great to have Frederick Thordendahl come back. But yeah. yeah. What? Do they do tours without him? They yeah, had a tour with Pure Nelson. With Pure Nelson. Nielsen. Yeah. He's an amazing guitar player. He's probably the best fit for 
being able to replace Frederick as far as so why is it why is that though why doesn't Frederick come out with them all the time he hasn't he doesn't want to he's just been burnt on touring yeah and he built a sick studio soul niger within dude that fucking record the special defects so fucking sick guys so sick if you're a Meshuggah fan and you don't know about that, get the fucking get your shit together, dude. <laughs> if you're a music fan and you don't know about that, that well, was then, found then, the records by me in the Meshuggah section saying, if you like Meshuggah, listen to this. And that made me also uh, uh, dig and find Matt's Morgan band. Yeah, dude. And that they played shit with Frank Zappa is, when they were like teenagers. Right. It's so sick, dude. And I heard Frank Zappa just like laughed and and, and wonder and awe. <laughs> yeah, Paul <laughs> on that death all tour, hearing you uh, play those death songs was really cool. But also seeing the interviews where uh, I watched the the death uh, documentary that came out, and hearing you talk about like coming into death, and it, you really can hear how you change death sound too. Like human is the start to me of when I, I think death found death really pretty yes. much you yeah. brought that i think a lot to chuck and influenced him a lot uh, yeah well he was at a crossroads you know he had like he had obviously like made those first three records right you know scream bloody gore leprosy spiritual healing and he was really kind of burnt on the traditional death metal thing and you know the gore lyrics he was starting to write new things and by spiritual healing and I think he was like trying to find a way to kind of expand and make new sounds. And, you know, he knew we were like homies, like he was one of my pen pals and a friend, you know, so and I was just such a nerd with Prague and fucking fusion and weird music. And and he was he was like a little, you know, he wasn't totally like in all the way he later, like, I feel like human opened the door to him kind of being more receptive to progressive music, but like, mm -hmm. and that was the beginning, you know, it was like him entering the, the domain of like getting more experimental and trying to push the envelope. And of course, Reiner, you know, I mean, that was just next level to have that best kind drummer of, ever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just to play like, approach the way he approached those riffs just like set everything up differently you know it was like well, suddenly these songs sounded different you know um but yeah it was cool it was a good timing man like and and steve and we just had good chemistry it was a really special moment for for us you know as people too it's like like it was a really a moment in time you know like you can never kind of go back to like there was real trust, you know, with the, with us, we all like really liked each other and trusted each other and had a real friendship, which I think was helpful, you know? Totally dude. It, it, yeah, most, most so definitely sick. is helpful. Yeah. Because if you're in a, if you're in an outfit, if you're in an outfit with other dudes that yeah. you don't like, and you're just on it for, for a sure. contract and a paycheck yeah all that shit it, you're never ever gonna really well, want to contribute i want to it. i wanted to say that paul and e e e even before we had you on which was like the greatest episode ever we had with steve DiGiorgio, and i got that vibe already from him and he was just mm -hmm. like you got he was like he was just like 
what, what was it the stuff he said in the studio he was like you guys are like you would play this stuff like recording human and stuff and then you'd play a lesson you're like stop and you're like where are we at you're like i don't know <laughs> i don't know like we're all high we're just, we're yeah i was music. gonna say weren't weren't they hella baked were steven oh, yeah. and sean baked as fuck for we all that all fucking just yeah. smoking so much weed back then it was <laughs> it was like i mean and it's amazing to me you think about the because weed tends to write it's like you know especially that florida <laughs> weed it was just like so down you know you're so baked in half speed and meanwhile this music is like on fire you know right like, and it was like where the fuck was going on here man? Like, <laughs> i remember you mentioning that you guys took acid and and did cynic rehearsals and shit oh like, yeah the, we did a lot of I, I forget what you how far you went into that but like tell me what it's like to be holding a d guitar playing focus material yeah, while you're on weird acid. <laughs> 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 fucking weird man i'll tell that? you like we had some i mean i remember one rehearsal where we were tripping really hard and we tried to jam and we couldn't play like it was like it didn't work you know what i mean but we've mm -hmm. had some that were really special and i wish like the tape recorder was on or something because mm. there were some some that i still think about to this day that i was like god we went into some fucking incredible spaces like jamming you know right, tripping right. our ass off and um but yeah but then again it's like it's so like cool, dude, maybe so. it's it, that was just for you guys you yeah know? it was um it, uh, it kind of fast forward to now it's like everybody wants it to videotape an experience on their phone Everything. And, yeah that's and true it, it actually takes their um involvement out of that experience you it's know just, so, everything's like now like like aloha dude just like it, like it is aloha dude straight like, up yeah. it's like you just kind of like you know, it just like fucking live the moment dude it doesn't yeah. matter who else it, your shot go home it doesn't yeah. matter who else experiences or, or witnesses it just if you're in one of those moments just take it to the full maximum you know yeah and yeah and in it. some ways like I think it's one of you can't capture it, you know, like even if we had recorded it, it probably wouldn't have quite it's like it was the energy of the space, you know, that we were mm -hmm. in. And, but yeah, and I always say that like a lot of Focus's music was informed by psychedelics because I was already, you know, I sold acid in high school, you know, so I right. was like already tripping and experimenting a lot. We all were. And so by the time we were like, those demos and then making the record it was like we had a lot of experience with these medicines you know and so it was nice. it definitely came in you know it came into the sound it was part of the experimental washy well, weird aspects of the music you know well, let me tell you as a fan back in 93 listening to focus on acid <laughs> Woo! Yeah, yeah. That was something else, dude. We under, yeah, you understood. <laughs> yeah, That's funny. It. I've heard a lot. I've heard that a lot. And you know who told me a great story is Dylan. Uh, I mean, um, what's his name? Um, uh, fucking uh, Dillinger Escape Plan bass player um, uh, Liam. He's yeah. he told me he like 
finally got cynic when he was tripping, you know, <laughs> and he was like alone or something in his room and fucking he put it on. He was like some dude had given him a cassette and he was like, fuck it, I'll put it on. And he was like, holy shit. Like he finally like got it, you know, and over the years, I got a lot of those you know, emails and letters from people just saying it wasn't like that's dude. That's you know. funny. You mentioned, you mentioned Dillinger. Cause we were talking about early Dillinger, uh, you know, the, the under the running board and calculating infinity Dillinger mm -hmm. late, oh, right. late nineties, their, their monumental shit. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I was, I was saying how I saw them twice in that era live and, uh, they were really cool to hang out with. And I was talking to Ben and Chris Penny, the drummer at the time. Yeah. And, um, I had brought up that, uh, oh, dude, I love the cynic parts, which were they had done, you know, in sentiment at the end of sentiment during the, the volume fade out. There's the uh, the 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 drum beat uh, picks up, you know, you know, that 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 little pickup part was something that Dillinger had done in two songs. Uh, they oh, did really? it on they did it on a under the running board song and they also did it on a calculating infinity song mm. and the exact same drum change in beat wow. and uh, cool. i i had said it to them and they knew exactly what i was talking about <laughs> they're like oh they're shit like, you like, figured this out yeah, dude they're like oh yeah <laughs> sandbox magician and uh whatever the variations of a cocktail dress or whatever the other song sandbox was. They, magician what they knew exactly the parts that i was talking about and they and then we bonded on uh, listening to cynic demo stuff and and focus and they were huge fans at that yeah time. i remember and chris was Pilar. around and he was a friend and i used to like email with him and talk to him and he knew sean as well and stuff like he was in our world and and i got tight with liam over the years and stuff but and i remember seeing them back in the day a friend from la took me to a show they played at the troubadour this was a long time ago and and he was like, here comes the cynic riff, you know, and it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they were kind of quoting <laughs> moments, you know, yeah. which was really cool. Well, it, and it, it wasn't, uh, it, they weren't plagiarizing. They were, yeah, it was like the were, style. It was an Taking homage. The essence. That, yeah. that particular, that particular drum uh, beat change has not, was not really something that was done before. And yeah. they they recognized that, and I could tell listening to them that they were saying, "Hey, we're cynic fans," you know. Yeah, they threw that beat out there in two different songs, and and they right. they owned up to it as soon as I mentioned it. They were like, "Oh yeah, this this song and this song, we you love it." This out, dude. This yep. is exactly what we were doing with that. Yep. I mean, if you listen oh. to any metal band, you can hear cynic now in so yeah. many metal bands, especially now. It's like Paul. You're, that's you're, why they're my favorite band, dude. Yeah. They're in metal ether forever. You've inspired. So is Chris? Much. Is Chris in um in that yeah. Coheed and Cambria? Oh, he's in Coheed and Cambria still. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's a good gig for him. That's a good gig, right? Good gig. Yeah, that's They're a killer heated. band here. I'll I'll face I'll I'll go out there right now and say Coheed and Cambria is dope. Yeah, it's, I don't know their stuff that well. I need to listen to him more. He. I, know I mean, some of it is a little too cheesy for me, but there's little... certain uh, there's certain um, aspects to certain albums where I'm like, oh yeah, these guys know Prague, these guys listened to Rush, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. 
it's an example of like super talented musicians that are great at what they do that I just can't listen to them. Right. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> you recognize it, but you're like, it's not for me. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. fine, dude. I mean, getting that gig though, that's that's the payday right there. If you, yeah. If you, yeah. you want if you're going for for this as a career, going from Dillinger to uh, Coheed, that's a that's a come up. Yeah, yeah. Coheed are big, and they have like a like a is it like a cruise ship thing or something? Like that's cool. Like they have like a they created like a metal cruise the like fifty thousand tons of metal or whatever it is i think uh, they had their own 70, like version of that but it's seventy thousand oh, really yeah we did the fifty thousand tons thing oh, whatever seventy thousand tons <laughs> seventy thousand yeah. it keeps going down every year <laughs> <laughs> i looked it up it's the uh it's the ss never ender is the ss name of the never ender and cambria tour See? that's yeah on the boat or whatever that's that's the, what's up with the professor dude he's he's always got the info if we're a fucking <laughs> right just talking out yeah. of our ass he's like no we're gonna set you guys straight uh, actually um, there's a you guys a, uh a message from another uh guest that couldn't be here tonight i don't know if we want to read that right uh, now. Do, do you want to read it anthony sure i'll read it right now read it dude it's free all right i gotta find <laughs> it poetic it's awesome <clears throat> It's yeah, a, no, it's super from, cool. Go ahead. It's uh, did you screenshot it and send it to me? It's in the Cali Death chat, isn't it? Yes, sir. All right, I sorry, I should have had it here. Uh, it's from our our or, or Joseph. Did you want to read it? Yeah, I got it here. Oh, you got uh, it, yeah. dude. Perfect. Yes, it's so, from um Dennis Lenspiskalen, the drummer of Spawn of Possession. Oh, he yeah. says, hey, dudes, I'm sorry I couldn't make it tonight to celebrate the two-year anniversary of the podcast. You brought so many great interviews and conversations to us fans since the start. 100 episodes putting the spotlight on the sickest music on the planet. That's fucking insane. Looking forward to more killer shows in the future. Casey, Joel, Anthony, and Joseph, keep doing what you're doing, and I hope to be on the podcast chatting with you guys soon. Congrats, brothers. All the best. Yeah, dude. Fuck oh, yeah, yeah, Dennis. Shout Love out. you, dude. Skull. That's what's up, dude. Skull. He would have totally been on here if we didn't have a nine-hour yeah. difference. Yeah, it is nine hours. He was gonna come on, but it was like it was like it's like all the way from Sweden. Like, he's in Sweden, so you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cabinet and Noctubulant. Hell yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. I remember being dude. like, "What the hell is this Cabinet album gonna sound like?" That's a weird name. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but again, again, guys, thanks for starting this podcast. So have, having yeah. these yeah. interviews and having these death metal stories and uh, bringing the people who are in the scene to tell the stories and get these interviews is just—it's made for such great content and hours of listening. I'm a weekly listener, so I thank you guys. It's awesome. Hell yeah, Nate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that, made, that, that makes me feel good, on. dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude, having Moncrain on, dude, what the fuck? Having Not Masvidal, all these guys, Jarson back, like, dude, what I the wanted, fuck is going on? Did yeah. you guys talk to Moncrain about Cynic and Death? Because Martyr sounds so much like... Uh, that's another things. thing, too, bro. We, we've gotten, uh, what, an average of 300 it's hours like, of talking. I don't remember <laughs> if we talked about it or not. <laughs> I, tried <laughs> to watch, I tried to watch the whole thing, but I'm like... 
I don't know. It's like I don't even remember. It was just all I know is every minute was like golden. It was like so. Yeah. Wild. No, so I'm I sure we talked. I'm sure I touched on the obvious influence with yeah, Cynic and Death and Atheist and all those Floridian bands with uh, Martyr and stuff. But um, yeah, I don't remember specifically what he had to say about Cynic. But I do. What I do know is that I'm just so happy to be at this position right now on this show with the, all you guys that I'm here with right now and, and just reflecting on, on uh, a, a thing that we've put our energy into our good energy. This is, that's another thing too, is like we had enough good energy to add to a project that we've been working on every single week for the last two years the progression is sick dude and we've gotten to the point where now i'm hanging with fucking severed savior anomalous ontogeny hey you're actually you're in severed savior i know You're in the band, dude. You made I was a fan first. I was a fan first, and I'll always stick by that. But no, dude. And also, I'm just excited I'm hanging out with Anthony. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Straight up, guys. Like this is this is something that uh, I I cherish being able to give a little sliver of my life to. You know, that's why I'm here every single week. I love your sliver. That and the flip flops. No, I, I got flip flops on right now, motherfucker. <laughs> Me too. Oh yeah, I, I like brought them out for the podcast. I got flip flops on right now. Yeah, oh, dude. Flopping. What up, dude? Joseph, I'm wearing through, dude. That's what's up. Dude. I'm it's wearing all about, shorts right now. Literally, it's all about being comfortable and listening to extreme fucking music. Dude. Anthony, what, Anthony, when we did our reunion tour in 2012, did you take count of how many people would say like yell from the crowd about the sandals or the flip yeah. flops? Yeah, I, I, I didn't take count, but I know that there was plenty. There was even a woman that was so oh adamant about the fact that I was wearing flip-flops that she would talk in between songs, so I would just wiggle my toes at her. <laughs> <laughs> How do you wiggle your toes at somebody? Right, like show me. Okay, Anthony. Okay. Well, she was front row. She was front row, so I could have basically okay. put my toes I'm, in her I'm mouth. I'm not trying dude. to interrupt at all or anything, but like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? You, this is a terrible and also, also Arizona was so hot that I went barefoot. Oh, dude. I, I, there was a few barefoot shows that I did too because it was just barefoot too much fine. to even wear sandals. <laughs> and, oh, man, and barefoot's not fine, bro. I, I can't imagine. I don't, give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Walking, What's up, walking barefoot on the kind of stages we play on? Tetanus, man. Yeah. That's what's up, dude. Real quick, let, did you just put up that that what, that chat? This podcast made me fall back in love with death metal. Dude. Yeah, this That's, is a, Justin a Justin Medeiros. Okay. So wasn't a part a... of it for several years and was completely out of touch with the scene. Look forward to every week's episode. See, that's what this show is all about, guys. It really is. It's for that guy right there. That's it, cool. and I'll second that. And, and Justin's and, a great guitar player, and I'm actually gonna do drums for his project. So he's, what up? He's literally gotten in into the scene, like making music again. God, everything that we do is for you, buddy. It for is, you. dude. It is and exactly. He just changed we, his band name, so I want to shout it out, but I don't remember the new name. Let me find it. Find it, dude. But really, it's like that. That 
that makes me feel just that one guy right there makes me feel like we're doing something right with the show guys Oh, yeah. This whole, I mean, this whole genre that we play in, you know, it's not only we doing this for ourselves, but we're doing this for people, the few people that actually love and and understand what we're doing. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it means so much to me to hear from people that you've touched with your music, you know, it's it's just because you know, they're actually listening. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's crazy. You know, we've, we've all done the, the 15, people in the crowd you know and we still play for those people that night dude we don't say fuck this we're not gonna fucking play no we're gonna go out and fucking do our set yeah those 15 the- people fucking love your shit that's exactly. why they're there that's why you know? they're there dude 15 people tearing each other's arms off have been some of the best shows ever <laughs> right i saw eye on distance with like eight people yeah, so and, and let, it's I you cherish that moment. That's the whole, well, that's like I let art, them know, dude. you know, you like cherish that moment, dude. They let they me just, scream into the mic, and I was like, my arms yeah. were flying off, being the only one in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. That's what's up, dude. And, Mike and Gilbert touched me with his music. <laughs> Physically. You mean Paul <laughs> It's like he it, touching you with his music is just putting his guitar in your butt, dude. <laughs> No, but really, also Team Strandberg over there. So Paul has a Strandberg. I see. Mike's I got two got over here. In the back. Yes. Strandberg. I, nice. Wow! Look at if you any guys. You guys holding your Strandberg. If any of you guys want to like plug in or play a little, I've got a Koa bird. This is a fucking. This is a Washburn Custom Shop Koa bird. That's uh, not a Strandberg. It's a Strandberg, but it was so Strandberg is always licensed out their USA uh, production. So there were several companies over the years that have done Strandberg guitars in the United States. And for a while, it was a Washburn custom shop before yeah. they closed. Yeah. And this is, this is actually uh, a custom order that I did through the Washburn custom shop. Well, through Strandberg, built at the Washburn custom shop. The original neck that I got was unfortunately twisted. So there was more bow on the high side than there was on the low side unfortunately so i had to send it back and this particular neck uh bird's eye maple neck was the last neck that the strandberg or excuse me the washburn custom shop made so they used the last neck out of their shop to make this guitar uh what it is and it's phenomenal i love it so when you say last neck, did they not make any more guitars after that you're saying no the strand uh washburn custom shop uh, closed and mm. they had they had one neck left the, the, wow. the final neck that they had made and they slapped that neck on this body uh and it's phenomenal love it absolutely love it and it's got sir uh sir aldrich pickups it's the first as i as far as i know the first strandberg that has sir aldrich pickups in it uh, because i actually mailed them to the washburn shop to put in here uh, wow. and now now a lot of them come with wash or sir pickups but yeah yeah, great, great guitars. Love them. Yeah, I didn't know if I'd like the fan frets, but uh, you really do just kind of naturally have your hands find that fret. I don't, I don't know. It's like it's almost more comfortable for something. Yeah. Uh, when you have the wide chord stretches, I could see where it does impact me a little bit. But as far as like shredding stuff, I think that they're super shredding guitars, the Strandbergs. Yeah, they are. Super fast. All right. 
All right, so everyone gets like 20 seconds to play something. <laughs> yeah. All right, if that happens, I'll shut up while everybody does that. Dude, if you guys want to play some music for us, we're down. Jeez, You're welcome. Nobody you have to. In. Don't feel pressured in any way, but if you want to play, go. There's a, there's a logistical thing here with the whole routing of inputs and trying is to get sound, sound to you. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean you're not going to be able to hear it. That's <laughs> why uh, so I got the acoustic. I hear Max. Yeah. There we go. I can't play all Max or Mike, so that that's. Uh, I feel like if you have like a practice amp or something. Yeah. Yes, I could plug in. I hear my my brother's like so such an early bird you know oh He's, yeah no no but i hear him on the phone downstairs <laughs> so i could probably could probably make some noise do it that's cool man no worries well that do it you just go ahead and just just play on your guitar it's fine that's what you're doing. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. It sounds Hell cool, yeah. man. Yeah, great. Right. <laughs> What's it Come like here? playing those old death songs again? Like, did you ever go back and play the old death stuff? What? Can you hear me? Yeah. He's asking okay. about the death material. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think of some death stuff I could play. <laughs> Flattening of emotions. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's so cool. We should get jam at the studio sometime. Get the the full half stacks. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Oh should yeah. Get, should get this thing as a jam. You have some amps sometime. there, right, Casey? Yeah, dude. I got I got a couple half stacks. Yeah. Oh, cool. Good. A couple of PVs and Marshall cabinets and stuff. <laughs> Marshall yeah. cabinets and stuff. I've been upgrading. Trying to get the better cabs. <laughs> oh, is this Max's thing? I was like, where is this? The, the mixture of like fretless bass and clean guitars and chorus into chugging guitars you have to have courage or just you're not caring about what other bands are doing <laughs> and dude uh, malone's parts in that song break my brain dude <laughs> yeah that's, that oh, bass, that's want, the bass just, solo moment too I just yeah. Want, yeah i just i i fully sit back and just fully engulf it when that yeah. happens dude and that's the that's the calm before the storm in that song too. Yeah. Yeah, before it goes up. Right. Hear that. Those chords. That's like the heaviest part. And oh yeah, dude. Back to, uh, yeah. Can we play in real time? <laughs> I would love to. I would love uh, to wish. hear this right now. It's all good. Just oh. hearing you play Paul is amazing. Um, oh, shit. We got the 
Little gem Making like yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I forgot my guitar real fast. Yeah. So it's like uh we could start out with this. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm out of tune. Maybe I am. <laughs> Yeah. Right. <laughs> nice. Yes, dude. I'm in drop D, that's why. Uh. Yeah, that'd be fun. I don't know if you can do it real stream yard real time. Like, is it? Because I, I know with Zoom, like, you can't, like, there's a delay. What was that? <laughs> it's for humor. It's for that was humor. sick. That was fucking rad. Oh, yeah. oh, if you guys can hear that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's playing from a phone. No, it's going through my monitors through this mic. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm gonna head down to my studio and get on the drums and see you guys. <laughs> How far are you away? <laughs> you don't have a you don't have like a home like uh, uh electronic kit or something? Electronic kit, yeah. <laughs> None of that at your house, Casey. Uh, dude, I just said your name, dude. Where are you at, dude? <laughs> no, I, I got the e-kit here. All I did was just ask you if you had an e-kit, dude. I know. I'm just joking. That was a joke. Uh, no, uh, I used Pulling to have a home kit. I sold it, though. Yeah. It's a new, it's a dude, in Daily City, you had a full kit, and, and, and you would play. Mike, what's the uh, Cynic solo you play on I'm stream? I'm the studio now. What's that? Oh, um, uh, I usually play on Butter Wave 2 both the solos oh sick let's quiet up no i can switch my audio input really quick from my microphone to what i hear if you want me to try that let's do it right. dude yeah, so my mic is probably going to be cut off uh so you guys are just going to have to nod if it's working it's okay all right Am I supposed to play? We heard you, dude. We heard you. Yeah, yeah we heard you. He's queuing up the song to play. Oh, okay, the song. okay. All right. Yeah. Dude, that was sick.
Good so Lord, sick. dude. That was amazing. It's not oh, done yeah. yet, though. I, I know, know he's got it. He got it,
Dude, dude, yeah. literally, wow. yes, so much, yes, dude, you're fucking ripping, man. Maybe I should just sing and you could come play second guitar because <laughs> <laughs> you playing this shit great, man. Fuck. I told it. you, dude. Dude, he's nailed. Gilbert. You're Gilbert's nailed. the reason why I, I I fell in love with Cynic, and and I've always known him to be the number one fan. Dude, fucking a that was that fucking guy fucking ripping your mic yeah. your mic mike your mic mike your your microphone <laughs> dude there's one run in that solo that is crazy sick too it's, it's insane, like you're doing the string skipping you're like okay hold my mic my mic working yes it is now okay paul i've literally fantasized for like 30 years playing that for you so dude, even though, even though so good even though basil dude, hayden hundredth episode we got a little bit yes. it's a little bit of whiskey in a podcast you, and you're a good little to go, bit of bourbon dude, but yes. uh yeah no, no dude, really, it was perfect, i mean dude. that was that was incredible like <laughs> i it's i i i was just commenting to a friend a couple days ago how like, cause I rarely see people play cynic songs, you know, it's like, it's not, the stuff's kind of hard to play, you know, it's yeah. just, yeah. and <laughs> it's, well, it's like, and I just to see someone like execute it like, well, I'm like, fucking A, that's like, so mm. it's nice. Cause it doesn't happen often, oh, you know, Gilbert, you know, you know dude, how many videos, it, bro? how many bootleg videos, shitty angles and shitty sound I've had to watch little piece just because like one video will have a few bars of what i wanted to figure out how you're actually doing it you know um like the whole this whole the the you know that whole part i you know way back in the day in the 90s i used to play it in this position just oh yeah and then i saw you were playing it like this right and there's like there's no point in when you when you do the position shift back to this at the end of it there's no reason to do that because you're not actually hitting this note right but i but i do it anyways because that's what the way you play it yeah so. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it's, literally uh, something about tonight that i wanted to happen was get i i wanted everybody on and i wanted to party with everybody but there was one thing that i wanted to happen and it just happened which is mike gilbert and paul masvidal on the same time and and just so mike could show his oh yeah um, i feel his, very honored yes dude no and, really and, that's i mean i haven't you're you're playing it really well it's like it's very rare to see that you know thanks, buddy. extremely Thank you. rare to see people execute cynic material like because we were so unorthodox and not that we were prodigious but we were just that weird you know what i mean like it's mm -hmm. like you were saying there's a lot of quirky things that yes. 
are just peculiar to our style and yeah. like you're like crushing it which is insane mm. so fucking Thanks, hats bro. off bro dude, it, 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 well tonight, keep dude. in mind keep in mind <laughs> keep in mind this is like what 30 years of of worshiping that album and right and, you know analyzing it and breaking down sections and and hearing you know i would even like try to model the 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 uh string squeaks you know damn uh, dude just, just to try to get it but i'm i'm very you know if i if i'm really into something i want just, to be able to uh not play my version of it but i want mm -hmm. i want to be able to play it exactly how the artist played it and then play my version you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i want wow. to be able to play it how it was done originally just to see all the little nuances mm -hmm. and everything that yeah that, no that takes a very refined ear like are you yeah. what do you do are you a working musician not really no <laughs> we've we've done I'm music old. but now currently yeah. yeah you know severed savior was semi-pro uh stuff so they toured with uh, cannibal yeah. yeah i actually i actually sent you an email yeah. back when you guys uh uh put out an ad or whatever for second guitarist after Timon, I think. And oh. I, I got a, I got a response from your manager and, uh, he was like, yeah, I'll pass it on to Paul. And I never heard anything, but, oh, oh. okay. <laughs> but <laughs> Hey, you know, I, I was just, you know, stoked to, to, uh, have that opportunity, you know? I mean, if I had seen a video of you playing this like this, I would have, wouldn't have even second guessed. Cause it's, I mean, it's right that you're right there. You know? Yo Thanks. dude, I, I, are we, I'm just I, I, happy to, 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 to have, you know, you, uh, uh, say that it's, uh, you know, even close to being on par. Oh, so dude. That makes it all, all the work. Yeah. Work. No, yeah. I mean that song, especially that's a, that's not an easy song, you know, yeah. it's, uh, oh, it's such a good song too. Yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff going on there. So I yeah. mean, dude, that's, yeah, you're, you're sick. You're really talented. Are you, are you teaching <laughs> and stuff? Or are you, why don't you check really. out our band Severed Savior, dude? I'm gonna check it out, it. man, for sure. You're playing well, that song for kids plug. on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, shameless plug. Yeah, I'm we'll have to hook up. I'll, I'll have to send you a few but, things. Paul. Yeah, we'll hook up later for sure. I appreciate I you playing that song on your stream, man. Dude, that was so good, dude. To have like a jam session cool. on this. This this is another thing too. It's like we're, let's go back to the pod. Not trying to take away from that, but I'm just saying this is something that we didn't know was going to happen. And yeah. two great shredders that we, we all know uh, Paul and Mike have never met each other, but we, everybody else knows that these two dudes are, are monumental in our minds. So mm -hmm. that to have this happen on the show tonight is such a great treat guys. Did the well, way you were saying when you trail away from something you love, and then mm -hmm. when it comes back, yeah, like to have this be one of those kind of moments of it coming back for all you guys, like that was that was rad. To see. Oh, dude, and oh. and also oh. Max, let me just talk about you for a little bit. I've I've always loved your music, and and after you coming on our show, you you built your Twitch career, dude. Working like, on it, <laughs> dude. Straight up, like like you 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 gained so many more followers than most so quick dude because of your your abilities you know i'm also a pushy asshole in people's chats 
we were talking about the drive and the work that's the, all the drive and the work right there dude when you get yeah. older and you're like I, I don't have time to be scared to to reach out and you know it's just time what's your yeah. twitch what are, what are you doing uh, is you playing i my main thing is like improvising over any track like you can you can come in and request a song and i'll improvise over it yeah, kind if you, of, what is it? Free jazz. If, you tip, if you tip enough money, he'll he'll <laughs> he'll uh, trying to copy that model that a lot of uh, streamers have. You know, where has anybody like given you like hip hop songs and shit like that? that oh you yeah, yeah. Play? yeah, yeah. As long as there's a drum, I mean, it doesn't even need a drum beat, but a drum beat helps. You know? So can we put something on right now? Can you improvise to something real fast for us? If you want to, you don't have to. Sure. All right. If, it's, if I can hear the music. Sully sell it's going down the there's a way <laughs> can you put it on your on your end or is it or is it i think it has to be on your end because oh the, music from me or like i got five on it do. by loonies dude let's do that <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know if you will hear my i was gonna say up. anyone who wants to plug it and play you know like how, that's cool can you hear this or no no no, no. yeah i mean What's your kitty cat's name? This is Birdie. This is the Birdie? Kid. She's about six months old. Can you hear that? Oh, yeah. I can hear the guitar. Yes. You just play whatever you want, man. And the action is probably about half an inch high on that thing. <laughs> this is actually a guitar that my friend found and left in my house like 15 years ago. Oh, really? Exactly. Had, a Q, had a Q-tip for a bridge. And... <laughs> Q-tip for a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing Max play guitar for the first time was just like, what is this guy's problem? What, what's <laughs> what is his problem? Because <laughs> my brother was friends with Max for years before I met him. So when my brother brought him over to play for me, I was like 14 or 15. I was like, why haven't you been showing me this guy for like seven years, dude? This is really unfair. That this yeah. guy that good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. Max is always play binary resurrection, dude. Have you guys ever heard the uh, Holdsworth song called uh, "Diminished Responsibility," where he's playing an acoustic? Which which album is that? I don't know. Gordon Beck is on piano, but it's one of the one of the rare times you hear him on acoustic, and it's you should check it out. It sounds like a bunch of hammers slapping on the, the fretboard. I mean. <laughs> You know, doing doing those uh, diminished. I have picks. the box set. Do you, I bought the box set when it came out. Yeah, we got um, it. Uh, yeah, those are, I was gonna say that's not easy on that. The professor has it. <laughs> it's called the things you see. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that like is similar kind of to that run that uh, was in that cynic solo just now too, like the string skipping stuff. Like it's like yeah, when you actually start spreading your hands out on the fretboard and you're like, oh, you hear my guitar? Yeah, in here. Like something like that, you're doing a string skipping thing that was really cool, and I was like, damn, that's kind of like the Holdsworth vibe, the string skipping stuff. Uh, Yeah, there forever, for sure. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Paul, Paul, I did notice on that that Holdsworth uh, ascending thing. I think that they're talking about that the, uh, uh, the the first string, the highest string, is actually up a fret compared to everything else. Is that correct? Sorry, I'm nerding out on this. The first string, first string high E uh, on the the your solo in I'm but a wave two. Yeah, when you go up. The high, the the when you get to the first string, you're actually going up a fret on the CD, right? Um, yeah, I think so. Okay, All right, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, carry on. Game on. Lord, game on. Paul, did you say you had like an amp around it all or? I do, but I hear my bro be in the room next door. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's all good. It's all good, dude. I'm going acoustic. It's like a guitar center in here. (laughs) (laughs) I know, we need some drummers and bass players. Yeah. Troy, yeah, if you if you were at home, you'd have your kit right now. We'd have a full band going. There's a Casey can bust every instrument. <laughs> Wait, was that, was that I know was that? Casey can play all of it. Was <laughs> the playing that? Was that, Jack? that was what? you. Did Which you? song? I don't what know what's going on. That was crazy. I was just sitting here. <laughs> There was I somebody saw, shredding on the busting out maiden songs. Filling my thumb. Yeah. Oh, it, okay, it was Max. I was like, damn. Oh, thanks, Paul. I was like, professor oh, played just like Max. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I was like Joseph Dix with Max. It was not really good. Jax. Jax. Yeah. <laughs> it's that Frank Molly circular picking type of stuff. Another, another, uh, Sure, that we haven't mentioned is Aldi Miola, dude. Oh, Gilbert's another, another uh, example of a, a band that I'm sure that Gilbert can play insane. a lot of the first song Aldi Miola shit, shit dude. The party, the Passion, Grace, and Fire. Three guys somebody, on acoustic guitars had, and destroys all death metal. I'll be somebody back. earlier, like an hour ago, had asked me about or asked in the chat about Intervallo de Tratamento, uh, which was our our or my. Uh, three-piece acoustic song on our last album, uh, mm-hmm. Surveillance Insurrection. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is a absolutely an homage to uh, Al DiMiola, Paco De Lucia, and John McLaughlin's John Passion, Grace and, Passion, Grace, and Fire album. It's awesome. not, it's not a... Um, I didn't take any sections from that album, but it's it was absolutely... As I was writing it and recording it, I was you know saying to myself... This is me style, saying, yeah, this is, yeah, exactly. This is, you know, me saying something or, or like if they were doing something right now, possibly it would be something like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it was my personal thank you to them uh, by doing an homage 
in a, a one minute long intro to another song. Uh, and and uh, if you guys half ass listen to Servile, you wouldn't catch this. But in Acts of Sedition, the solo section in Acts of Sedition is uh, the same exact thing. The same exact yeah thing section from that little uh what is it only like a minute long or something like that yeah. that's that track well there's there's other riffs in that you know part of um me personally uh i you know it's being inspired by bands like mr bungle and cynic i would mm -hmm. often write things that were you know sometimes i'd write things that started off in a in a jazz fusion or classical uh type of riff or section and say to myself how can i create or how can i convert this into a death metal setting mm -hmm. and that was absolutely inspired by mr bungle and cynic and, and bands like that that were so monumental in in playing things uh different ways you know you you could have a riff that was you could take one riff and a lot of severed saber songs are based around one or two riffs and they're the rest of the song is just a very variations of those riffs, uh, whether it's, you know, starting at a different point in the riff uh, or playing almost the exact same riff uh, in a, in, you know, with the heavy distortion, you know, it's, it's uh, that, that particular example, intervile de tradimento uh, and acts of sedition uh, share a lot of the same riffs and you have to kind of actually know how to play them to realize that uh oh shit this this heavy riff is actually the same thing that's in that flamenco song it's just you know it, it's just in a different key and mm -hmm. played with distortion so right right and no it's executed perfectly dude and thank you i i uh, always enjoy those little like easter eggs that happen mm -hmm. you know and and um I'm glad that I was a part of an album that had a few of those. There, you know what? You know what's a great fucking example of that shit? Paul, and I, 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 you know, sucking on Paul's dick over and over. But Paul, the goddamn in 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 I'm but a wave to the intro chords uh, are the exact same. You know, it took me years before I realized that's the same shit that's going on underneath your solo. Mm -hmm. You know, th those chords. The 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 is the same shit that's going on underneath his solo, the second solo in the song. They're just played with distortion and they're played funky, but it's yeah. the same shit. And that I mean, when I realized that, that blew my mind. Right. You know, it, those it was, little it, things that make yeah. us come back and and uh, oh, there's another layer of this great art that we haven't, you know. Figured out yet. yeah yeah it's like you know i like we used to be in the like i feel like what i got better at with arrangement was instead of trying to pack in a bunch of riffs it was more about like utilizing just a few good ideas and turning yep. them inside out you know like you were saying just like kind of there's so much you can do if you just have just one good riff really yeah and you can just interpret it so many ways rhythmically and it's and it's very like it's a very deceptive way of making music um Familiar. sound actually very simple ideas sound very complex you know um so like that's what cynic did over the years it was like more and more just like reduction 
it's still complex, but it's like less trying to pack in more about utilizing a few really good ideas and then just kind of turning them inside out, you know, to make a, an arrangement, which is kind of fun, you know, because then you kind of you realize like all you need is a couple chords. really. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> couple What's chords that? and some yeah, yeah. inspiration via weed or acid or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shrooms. Oh uh, yeah, you know, that, kind of stuff, that kind of I, stuff I think helps you make you or helps you to expand your imagination into taking that original idea and making it into something else. You know, yeah. uh, there was many times where I was super baked uh, writing where I'd, I'd say, you know, hey, we already got this sick riff, but hey, if we started on this note instead of the first note or play it halftime and play it uh, palm muted or, you know, double, double timing it, you know, you know, you can take that. There's so many Severed Savior songs that that have like a, uh, a crunchy part, uh, a palm muted, you know, power chord part and then hey next time or next time you hear it in the song if you don't recognize it it's actually the same thing just you know just double weed is the one extra member that we don't talk about it really is yeah yeah weed is always did you guys the mother plant ends up infiltrating the rehearsal room did you guys get any influence from that like jakey lee stuff like that ticket 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 like waiting for darkness like ozzy like the you know like um or even like bark of the moon ticket 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 you know Right. Uh, he, you know, kind of, kind of did a little bit of that. Not, not like to the degree. You guys yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, kind of. You know, it's funny. I always try and wonder where all that double picking stuff came from. Yeah. The, the also, double, like Watchtower yeah. were doing that. Yeah, Watchtower yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where you got it, but I'm the next generation. Like, I got yeah. it from you. Right, right. Check out darkness. And then some people have gotten it from me. Right. So it's just this, this Yeah. Yeah. Passing of the baton. Yeah, the, absolutely. Yeah. It's we're all keeping metal alive, guys. And, and all <laughs> the greatest parts of it, we're gonna we'll make do sure it go it goes forward. We're all influenced by like, you know. Eddie Van Halen, Randy Rhodes, Jakey Lee, Zach yeah. Wild. I mean, all the, I mean, Jason Becker, Marty Friedman, of course. Yeah. You know, yeah. Paul but Gilbert, then you also, you know, what, like what we've already talked like, about, which is a, also the Holdsworth, the, oh, yeah. And the Aldi course, Miola, right? yeah, and all this shit is like, people don't really realize Frank that Bali, these dude. people are, are also very important in the, the shaping of technical metal. As yeah. Well, that's you know? true, man. And 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 if like you're if you're a fan of tech metal and you don't listen to any of those um, acts as well, you're you're missing out because I I'm always the type of person that whatever kind of art it is, whether it be um, TV, film, music, I always like to dig and like you can you can take like for example. Uh, Tim and Eric, they're a f- crazy comedy duo. And then you go back to Mr. Show, Mr. Show, 
was early 90s HBO sketch comedy. And then you go back even further, and that's, that's um, Monty Python's Flying Circus. And, and that's back in the 70s. And you just keep going back and back and back, and you realize that, <laughs> that it's all like just we're all taking it's an evolution we're taking clay from a bunch of different areas and we're molding our own new thing but the clay came from something previous to us from the mud know? but yeah it came from the mud and I, I used to say uh the rite of spring which was 1913 is like the dillinger escape plan of back then mm. <laughs> igor stravinsky mm. Like mm, yeah. if you read about game. it, there were like riots because of Ooh, it. Like half wow. the crowd was loving it, the other half of the crowd was like, This is blasphemous. That's crazy. Riots, riots over <laughs> classical music, like back in the day. That's like a crazy thought. Well, same like Ast Astor Piazzolla okay. from uh 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 what do you call it? Brazil. Is it Brazil? Where's Piazzolla from? Anyways, uh yeah. you know, he he uh grew up as a tango musician and um he wanted to be a classical composer and he went to study in Europe under a classical composer teacher. And eventually she said, you know, what, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm playing me, I'm writing and playing music. And she's like, but what do you actually, what do you actually play? And he's like, well, I play tango. And she's like, well, that's what you should be doing. You shouldn't, you need to play tango. And he, he was the first guy to introduce classical elements into tango hmm. and, uh, Mm. his music is like watching a movie he paints such amazing pictures and this guy used to he used to get beaten up by the the tang you know the purists essentially wow. you know, people used to get upset that he was desecrating tango and now you look yeah. you look back at what he was doing and it was the highest form of art you know he was he was taking tango and expanding it in you know and merging it with classical music and uh phenomenal absolutely phenomenal what that guy came up with and um i gotta listen to him again what is there something you'd recommend um you know a lot <laughs> a lot of the uh aldi miola things that that are actual astor piazzola com com compositions are phenomenal okay. so there's there's an album uh that aldi miola did called world symphonia uh s-i-n-f-o-n IA that's all acoustic and it's got the the instrument that Astor Piazzolla played was a bandoneon which is like an accordion uh, so he's got an accord you know that instrument you know it's it's Aldi Miola and a nylon string acoustic player and a guy playing the bandoneon uh accordion essentially and they're playing primarily Astor Piazzolla music or compositions cool and it's just phenomenal some of the heaviest darkest stuff i mean I, I remember watching a documentary on piazzola where somebody described him at, or his music as you know showing every color that you can think of and his music shows all the flaws in humanity urine stains and all mm. and, and just it, and as a disgusting description plenty of urine stains in my pants but, right now dude <laughs> It's 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 a weird description, but when you listen to his music, it's it fits because it's like you hear everything in humanity in those compositions, uh, and somehow um, 
classical tango inspired music can be heavy too it's phenomenal that's cool hell yeah dude have you guys heard the right of spring the yeah, one? yeah. yeah. <laughs> i was just saying there's some super heavy parts in there i'm like this is this is yeah. gente. this is like yeah chunk. yeah you know where the beats just like dun 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 gent and it's dissonant chords and yeah morbid angel got really into that shit, you know yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Like a lot of the riffing in, in Morbid Angel was very kind yeah. of inspired by classic dark, like God. like Stravinsky really? and classical stuff. Yeah. And then eight minutes and thirty five seconds or something into the piece, I swear <laughs> to God, it's Pink Floyd all of a sudden. And you're going, this is years <laughs> before Pink Floyd. It's, it's yeah, it's gorgeous. So that's what it is. It's like, gorgeous, all, just chill part of like a vamp, you know, on like E and A and yeah. yeah, yeah. That just that that solidifies my theory on we take clay clay from the past and a little bit of here a little bit of there and we're gonna make our own sculpture you know primordial ooze of music yes. right dude <laughs> <laughs> but it's no. it, it, and and for guys like underground death metal musicians to have this knowledge um it it really is humbling really it makes me feel good that i'm i i know guys like you guys because i'm just a fucking vocalist i add nothing to your guys's shit ah. i really don't um but i appreciate all the musicians that i've come across and and been able to work with because i see that you guys do the work dude you guys really do the work and and I'm I'm very happy to be a part of this, dude. But what's funny though is I could sit, like if I lost my hands, God forbid. Listening to music is so it's an obsession. Like I'll hear a brand new song that has those chords that I like. It could be synthwave, it could be funk, it could be hip hop, it could even be country. If it has the chords that I like, I have to seek it out and favorite it, put it in my files. Like yeah, like, take my eyes first, dude right with my eyes first if i, I mean, I'll, go, we, I'll easily happily go blind as long as i can still hear you guys yeah. is, there any, is there anybody in this chat that has not thought about like if i had to choose between vision and hearing which which would i choose the eyes are going frequently actually yeah frequently <laughs> the eyes, are going. My eyes dude i can I can, I can I can molest you with my hands dude i mean there's <laughs> Dude, no. I'm not gonna lie, I, 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 Beethoven, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, Beethoven lost his ears, dude. Right? Yeah, By the end of it, he was, he was seeing hearing vibration. Really functional things, you know, like yeah, you're you're really handicapped without yeah. vision. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, so yeah. you can still be very percussive and feel that. So I would say I'm gonna lose my hearing. So I'm gonna take really? the Int that that is interesting, dude. But see, the, the, the other stipulation is is it from Earth? But uh, on that note, <laughs> I have to head out for the night, but I want to say that right, I'm, I'm super Dude. inspired by all of you. Uh, Severed Savior, Cynic, Max, you know, the case. Everyone listen uh, to on Troy, you guys are all phenomenal musicians. Continue to inspire me. And uh, I can't wait to see you guys play more live shows around my area and release new music. Uh, do your Twitches. Uh, super inspiring. So thank you for this opportunity and congrats on 100 episodes. Hope to see you guys playing more music soon. I love you so much, yeah, Nate. Nate. Thank you Thanks, so much. Nate. Nate. Love you too, Nate. Nate. Really appreciate it. It's awesome. Rock on, dude.
Nate's Dude. a legend. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm really, really, really excited about how this episode has turned out. I, I've been surrounded by some fantastic. I mean, we're at 3.30. How much? 3.33. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> half of Satan, dude. We're at half of Satan right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I have to ask, oh. is Textures going to be a song that's played live? Oh, yeah, for sure. Nice. <sighs> Yeah, we gotta play that, you know. Or you guys are playing the whole album, I assume. Yeah. Are are you familiar with Contradictions Collapse, the Mashuga album, the first one when they were like nineteen? Yes, yes, yes. That their first album? Yeah, they're kids. Yeah. It kind of sounds like Metallica or something, right? Yeah, but it's Mm -hmm. got like Mm -hmm. chords and like Holdsworthy solos and Metallica and it's so weird. And it sounds completely different than anything they've done since then. But just that album and like the riffage going on in textures is everyone needs to know. And uh, I love that Mike's playing Cynic perfectly on his stream, showing other kids. Yeah, I, dude, I've been I've been showing people Cynic for I, I since the mid '90s. Like, I, oh, I know, but you you think you know what's up? You got to check this out, and then they become fans. It's just fucking yeah. Well, what's that, sick now is that you're streaming and they're watching you play it spotlessly and uh you know you've, is you've it twitch are you on twitch mike yeah yeah we're yeah we're we all stream on twitch yeah oh nice i gotta check it out man well dude Bro, I gotta, it, he warms it, up with it's not an insult I, I i hate to say it but i do use usually warm up with most of the focus songs uh and i i hate to say it as a warm-up because they're hard as fuck <laughs> so don't get me wrong no, but that basically puts you at that. It 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 shoots you to the top level quick by playing I, I, those songs first. I mean, it, yeah, it makes you warm up quick. Yes. See, someone in the chat right now, Sebastian Blade. What's up, Sebastian? He's saying, "I'm not gonna lie. I learned about Cynic from Mike and Scott." Boom. Um, it's, it's it's awesome to know that we're all carrying the torches for each other. Shout out, Scott. Scott. Scott Truck Ramp, they call him. Scott uh, I've had a lot to drink, man. I'm celebrating 100 episodes, guys. The Shredder from Fallujah. Yeah, Scott from Fallujah. Oh, that's, Scott. that's Scott. This person. He he plays some uh, some cynic tunes as he well. He plays um the the second song off Trace and Error. Uh, he knows. He knows. Uh, <laughs> what's Paul? What's the second song <laughs> after Nunc Fluenz? There you um, go. Oh, uh, space for this? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. He plays it very well. Oh, cool. Yeah. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> That's cool. Well, dude, yeah. should we I, should I, we wrap this one up, guys, or what? No. 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 <laughs> I don't want it to hey, end. That's fine. I'm just saying. I'm here for how long? Yeah, it is, it is I, gonna gonna it. I am not done, guys. I'm getting crazy early, man. Oh, dude, so awesome, man. This is great, dude. Yeah, this was exactly what I would want it to be. Paul, it's been an honor. Yeah, dude. Yeah, KC, maybe you could get me everyone's info. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. dude. So down. That'd be Absolutely. awesome just to kind of stay connected and stuff. 100%. Is every are you guys all in SoCal or no? Uh, you're, Anthony, you're in NorCal, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Washington State. 
Oh, you're in Washington. Okay. From San Francisco, but I left. Right. Troy's so, up here with me and, and Mike's up here with me. We're all we're Bay Area. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Nice. But dude, okay. you're coming back. Paul, you're coming up to the Bay Area soon, right? I, you know, it's like, I think if it happens now, it's going to be maybe November. Okay. If not January, because I'm well, in Indonesia all of December. Well, dude, no matter when you come up to NorCal, you know I'm here and I'm yeah. going to make sure that Troy and Gilbert, Mike, they, they are going to, we're all going to hang out, dude. Oh, yeah. We yep. got to do it. That'd yep. be fun. Uh, that would be, be a awesome. plus, a big plus, dude. Yep. I'll let you guys Max, know. Max, what man. are you doing in Washington, bro? Uh, familiar with family lived, that lived up here and they moved up here. In the How 90s. long have you been there, though? Five or six years. It's freaking oh, gorgeous. Oh, shit. Okay. It's gorgeous. So you've already been I walk walking. my dog up the street and I can see mountains. I oh, drive yeah, downtown, I can see another there, yeah. Mount Rainier. It's oh, kind of beautiful. Like Nothing like it. Spiritual yeah. feeling, you know. I'm see, living yeah. in the city for so long. It's it's hard to explain until you like uproot out of city. Right. Sure. And, no, and that's so, all good, dude. I, like I my backyard just, is a forest and I'm just I was just poking fun, <laughs> but in reality it sounds like that's where I want to be too. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people yeah, are flocking dude, this way. Oh, we'll still be in touch like we have been. Yeah, man. And, and uh whenever you get up to NorCal, you know we're gonna party down, dude. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> And Casey and I are hanging till we'll go. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a good time. It's been. We yeah. saw Iron Maiden the other night. Yeah. That's another cool thing about yeah. this. Let's just bring it back to the pod real quick. That's another oh, cool thing yeah, about the pod dude. is is you, a so, legend in our eyes, Paul, and um, being able to talk to you for as long as we did on the episode and how we've stayed in touch since then. So and, cool. Oh, so cool, dude. It, yeah. It's, it's friendships are forged, man. You guys forge friendships. I love it, dude. Uh, uh, yeah. It. And, awesome. and I'm I'm very honored to call you my friend, dude. And yeah. And Casey as well. I'm I know for a fact that he's yeah. honored as well. So it dude, let's just keep this fucking train going, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, right? ever tour with Mashuga again? I'm just curious. I don't know. I mean the reason I bring that up is because it was like one of the only metal shows I ever went to, and I'm wearing a Holdsworth shirt. And they're, like, <laughs> they're like, nice shirt, bro. And there's just all these fusion heads together. I was yeah. like, this is awesome. Yeah. All these different minds. I mean, metal shows are cool. They're great. But I, I love a little more of like, you know, nerdy theory people yeah. that, that dig into all kinds of music. And the mixture of that show was just so cool. The kind of yeah, the timing's tricky because our we're not starting till next year, and they're like probably yeah. wrapping this year, you know. Yeah, who knows if they're gonna ever yeah. tour again? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Either way, dude. Yeah. I'm putting the energy okay. out there, though. I'm putting the energy out there. Right? I'm yeah, for it. yeah. You never know. You never know. <laughs> like we're all here. I never thought we like. What am I doing here with you guys? This is freaking awesome. <laughs> Either way, get out there and see Mashuga. Hey. A yeah. uh, Jedi grind Murray, go see Mashuga. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> and get out there and go see Cynic when they're on the road, dude. Because I'm yeah, gonna fucking yeah. be there. I'm gonna fucking be there for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, we're definitely gonna do Cali, you know, for sure. All that. So <laughs> nope. <laughs> of nope. course, of course. Hey, 
I, I, I had so much fun tonight, guys. I yeah. really did. Yeah. This is, thank this, you for having us. Yes. Thank best, you. Thank the you. best yeah. way that we can celebrate a hundred episodes, yep. two, an, two year anniversary. <laughs> I, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't say any more about it. Dude. it yeah. It really is. You guys, man, yep. that's really awesome. You know? Yeah. Thank really, you, dude. Thanks. That's a lot man. about you guys. Oh, yeah. you know, the consistency. And thank you so much to be a part of it. Yeah. The consistency yeah. is where it's at, but thank you so much yep. for you being a part of this dude. Mm -hmm. Mike, yeah, dude. Mike, Troy, Max at the Every end, single dude. person on this, on, on this camera right now has been a guest on this episode or on our, and they've our, always <laughs> all been important to I us, see that <laughs> they've all been important every After, single person that yeah. you've seen aside from me and casey is super important people to you us have and, all super important yeah. people to us yeah dude yeah, yeah. well we it's appreciate right. it we appreciate you guys Definitely. hell yeah congrats uh, thank you thank you awesome. so much dude and um hey battleforgecoffee.com guys go get that nice. mike hamilton fucking <laughs> caffeine go get it and another uh, another prime example of dedication and perseverance exactly dude and endurance oh, and shit. endurance yes look at mike that the machine hamilton <laughs> he is right. dude and it was great to start it off with him but hey we love all you guys that have been with us oh, yeah. this last two years um Thank you to everybody that's been in the chat. Please, you know, tell your friends what's going on over here because it's Cali Death Party. Chat, we love you all. Every single week, dude. And, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. We'll have merch for you guys soon. You guys saw that new uh, design on the uh, flyer. So, you know, that that ain't just for the flyer. Come on now. <laughs> Boom. Oh, cool. What you got there, Max? What is that? It's the original design for Anomalous, but... Like, Shut the fuck oh, wow. up. That's the original logo? I drew that one. Nice. <laughs> wow. But, dude. but then this guy just came through with, you know, the, the OG. The OG, dude. Much more readable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Hey, love you guys, dude. I really, really appreciate your time and I really appreciate having so much fun with you guys tonight. And I appreciate you too, Anthony. I appreciate you, Casey, for all the hard work. No, dude. All right. Real quick, let's just say, Casey, I do appreciate everything that you've done for this podcast, dude. And uh, this motherfucker, as soon as he gets right, yeah. No, for real, dude. Dude, Stan, you teach we've, kids. We have, we have done the grind, dude, and we're going to keep grinding on this thing because it's, it's super fun and it's not stopping. Who's that? Oh, the professor. Oh, he What's he watching? What's he watching? Can anybody tell? <laughs> he's watching. Oh, he's watching Rings of Power. He's watching Rings of Power. Is he? Yeah. Is that <laughs> That's the stranger that fucking crashed in the like a uh, fucking meteor. Oh, who I thought that was the Crippin' Bill. The wizards. That'd be funny if it was like stepmom porn. All right. Love you guys. Oh, <laughs> you guys. Hey, right. dude, everybody, right. Paul, Seriously. Mike, Troy, Max, thank you for sticking it out with us for the end of this. And uh, oh, Casey, love you to death, dude. And thank you. Miss like Joel a lot tonight, dude. I, I miss Joel. Love you all. And Joel. rock on, dude. We'll see you guys next week for 101 episodes. Thanks Hell for having me, dudes. Bye-bye. Awesome, dude. Right Cheers. on. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, sick, too.
So now I gotta do the outro video. Dude. Oh.